Searching begins Find yourself within Take up your blade Let the fears within fade Stories are told As the day roll Don't be afraid Make your Monster nor foe can fill you with woe. Enemies in sight, it's time to roll down. Roll for initiative. Check, please. Welcome to Check, Please, the D&D podcast. Last time, the party made their way to the town of Hasisi, and located a person who was, well, I guess guide, you were guided to them by the gods. But this person is interested in traveling to a remote location in the shimmering dunes to the north e- uh, northwest in Sejun. Apparently there's some sort of old temple there that uh, is of great interest to this archaeologist. But the archaeologist needed some extra muscle because, you know, Stuff like that is dangerous, oftentimes. And your group sort of just showed up and was like, hey, it it us, right? Yeah, we were like, we're going there now. Let's do it. Yeah. And she was like, wow, I'm a mean bitch. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> She's like, no, fuck you. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> so naturally, Curla loved her immediately. <laughs> and also, we decided that this was a combination of Vera and Lovette. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was that name Syed? Dr. Syed. Uh, yeah, so, okay. yeah, Dr. Syed. My God, I remembered something. Yeah. Very good. Very good. good job. Lore master. <laughs> the wiki remembers it so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Petravian got some cool, fun information. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead with that. What happened to Petravian? So during uh, Archie's birthday party, Riz offered to cast i think it was called uh, what was that what was that spell riz who's riz i'm a person over here bitch (laughs) (laughs) what was that spell kenny (laughs) it was discern next of kin discern next of kin and petra thinking uh maybe uh, maybe my parents are alive no parents are not alive but your brother is wait i have a brother so right yeah, yeah petra's got a brother petra's got a brother what could this mean it means nothing. Who gives a shit about blood relation? <laughs> and Curla and Curla held their tongue. <laughs> All right. So we rejoin our heroes on the road leaving Hasisi. Is that really all that happened last time? Well, we also decided not to kill an entire village of people. Yeah. That's, That's true. Started. That was we called kind up of the third of the session. Yeah, we called up. Karis to send somebody to keep an eye on them. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, it's been a few weeks on the road, right, to get here. Has anyone checked in with... I should really ask this in character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's save that for the for the in-game here, shall we? Yeah! So, you guys are leaving Hasisi. Your collection of wagons are moving west on this western road out of town. And Dr. Sayad has 
and basically given you guys reasonable directions to an area in the southwestern shimmering dunes that she believes this temple is located in. Do we need a survival at all? Yeah, I'll take a survival check for the first leg of the journey. Ooh, that is a 19, which is a nat 1. Okay, so... Yikes. Still 19. Yeah, you... It's it's not great, but yeah, you're fine. You did it. I mean, you're on the road, so there's no real problems here. (laughs) Or is there? Dun, dun, dun! Someone has a heat stroke, it's fine. Oh my god. I'm an old person. You can't just say that. (laughs) Not Petra. Petra's all breezy now. (laughs) Oh boy. Ew. Hey, you can hate. (laughs) That's why I got it. You can hate. Petravian, put on your fucking pants. It wasn't just me. I thought I was hallucinating. If, (laughs) If not for us, do it for fucking Chisel. Yeah. You're not hallucinating. You saw what Travian, you saw. I promise you. I've seen your junk once. I really don't want to see it again. I'm good. What? So, uh, pants, please. Did you need to use a microscope or? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! Whoa! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> Ow! Low hanging fruit. Oh. <laughs> Bringing it back. Bringing it back. That well was done. a cheap shot, Petraea. I apologize. <laughs> but Curla wouldn't. Oh, shit. This is true. Ooh, that was right, impressive. So anyway. Continue. Mm-hmm. So the wagon train of yours is heading west on that road out of town. Is there anything you would like to do along the way? I wanted to message Soul shortly after we got actually left the whole mirror slime thing. Okay. Do you have a 25-word res- message? I do have one. Okay, go ahead and uh, read it out. Uh, apologies if you are busy, but I need to confirm that you meant what you said the other night when you visited my dream. Is that it? That's 25 words. That is 25 words? It seems so short. It does, but that, that's what the word counter says. Alright, do you need a moment for that one, Kenny, or does Soul have an answer? Or does Soul answer at all, I guess, is another question. Yeah, that's the thing. They're really busy right now, so I'm not sure if they'd... They might do a really quick answer. I think that's the case. Okay. I don't do dreams. All right, that's satisfactory. (laughs) And that's it. That's all you get. Yeah, Soul's not big on Minecraft streaming. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's gonna be such a, like, old joke when we release this. Fuck that. All right. Yeah, that's the only thing I need to hear. Sorry about that. At some point, Carla will ask... So have we heard from the person that we were going to get to look in on that town? Uh, that was Levette's thing. What happened with all that, anyways? Oh, uh, well, I haven't gotten any info from them. Uh, I don't know who Callie sent, so I can't contact them directly, I guess. But I could message her. Probably be sensible. Oh, I shall. Alright, can we draft up another message real quick? You got it. I get from an out-of-character perspective, it's, you know kind of done and dusted that particular side quest but within character oh, I think we'd check on it know. at least once <laughs> oh absolutely no that, that's totally fine so as you guys are traveling west out of town the good doctor is going to be sitting on the what, what do we call it the bone zone oh no and, yes <laughs> and it is it's basically just like looking through a couple of books they brought with them and like checking over something and, and scribbling like notes to herself on a pad from time to time Riz will just wave 
since they're directly behind the carriage. They'll just wave at her. Where does everyone else sit, right, with the current layout? It's Risen Curla on the Vardo. Right. Yep. And I think it's Petra and Vera both on the front of the other uh, cart, correct? I thought it's... Petra rode Chisel. It yeah, depends. but then last session he didn't seem to be. He said he was going to start riding, if I remember right, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, oh, Petra's, he did, uh, Petra's riding with, switching between riding on Chisel and riding on cart. Where is he currently? On the cart. Okay, then yeah, I guess Levette's back. No one goes inside the carriage anymore, I see. Oh, definitely. That Levette will not ride inside that carriage if she can help it. <laughs> the only the carriage is sin. Sex is not sin. Stop it. That, that being said, though, we are in a desert, so it's probably a lot nicer inside the carriage. That's the true. Bees. It's, it's dry heat. Fucking... Oh, I know. I hear mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It's full of bees. But only, they're friendly bees. There's only a few of them. You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm dreading you. I'm just saying this sinful thing. I don't give a shit about. It's the bees that look, make me uncomfortable. Maybe a dozen times five, tops. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look, Vera has distinctly used the bees in that cart to specifically antagonize Lovett, so she does not really <laughs> like being in there. So, Riz will be waving at you too, then, from time to time. So the doctor will look up. What? What is it? What? That nothing. Just... Hello! Oh, them. I hope you're well. We have water if you need it. What are you saying, Riz? We have water if you need it! No shit. We have plenty of water. I'm talking to the doctor! Then why are you yelling? Because you asked me what I was saying. (laughs) So are you like a general historian or is this area your expertise? This is my area of expertise, but I would consider myself a historian of lots of different things, but Serpente's history and set temples are more of my passion. Lady, why is that? Well, it's... I mean, don't you find it strange that there are no primal gods left? That there were so many and now there are none? just (coughs) coughs. Might be a little surprised. (laughs) Well... They're certainly, they aren't as plentiful as they used to be, according to the the records. It's almost as if every single race had their own primal god. And now, well, now they're almost entirely extinct. And I believe that it has to do with Set. Because Set's iconography changed. She takes this tome that she has on her, on her lap, and she kind of tilts it to where you can see the pages as well. And she'll flip to some of the pages... And she'll say, see, this was an inscription taken from a temple some 14,000 years ago. And you can see here that the symbol of Set is one of a snake going up into the right and then up into the left and then up into the right. But then if you look on this inscription, she flips it a couple pages forward. This temple was built about 4,000 years later than that. And you can see the symbol has changed and now it's a curling snake. Oh, yeah. You can see there's much more detail in the, in the holy symbols here. But then it gets very interesting, and she flips a few more pages. At this point, Set is rendered with wings. How do you suppose a snake gets wings? I know. I did not think about it. That sounds pretty terrifying. I mean, I guess you kind of are inclined to. Well, it's around this time, though, that the other primal gods began to disappear. But yet Set's iconography changed, and none of the other ones did. Which is why I believe Set is the key to understanding the history of the primal gods. And what do history entails? I think you'll unlock. Well, that remains to be seen. I have a hypothesis, of course, but... 
I wanted it to be tested in the field. Kale to shells is hypothesis? Mm, not just yet. Like and the off chance that it's wrong, I'd rather keep my embarrassment to myself. Well, you don't I, have anything to be balanced about. I assume that this is a normal level conversation, so I wouldn't be able to hear it. It's on the other side of the cart. Yeah, it's on the other side of the cart, so if you want to make a perception check, you might be able to pick it up. Depends on your perception. Set it as a DC 25. Just a 24. Not not the greatest. I thought that was good. Yeah, it's pretty good, but here in a normal normal volume conversation, facing away from you on the other side of the cart, not quite enough. Okay, well, so anyway, Dr. Syed voices a basic history of of Set's iconography and how Set's holy symbol changed over time. And this, whatever that means, whatever that entails, who knows? What, what could that signify? But anyway, once she's finished explaining that to you, she'll go back to her notes unless you have any other questions. This level will express general interest, but, like, nothing that we... Not, not gonna give her the clues to her entire research? I mean, I'm trying to remember if we were explicitly told not to or not, and I can't remember... No. We no, were not. We were told not to tell people. And I can't remember if we knew in character or not either. And I was like, "Am I metagaming we, if I bring that up?" I'm scared we know. To say that. We know that the primal gods had a battle with Set on that island, and I that think most of them told died. You guys that he was eating them. I can't remember. I thought we just got like a really vague thing from the guardian that they were like. Don't no, no, Riz was explaining because I got like a nat twenty on right. my history know. check or religion check. So there was a lot that I got from. Oh well, then I might. Yeah, I probably would. Um, so have you many met any serpentes yourself? In passing, only a few times. They're an enigmatic people. They always seem to be keeping secrets. Basically, is like pretty mysterious. But the secrets. Yeah, I could help. spend more time around one and really study them. <laughs> Learn so much from them. <laughs> well, well, about that, um, we actually climbed across one a little while back, mm-hmm. and uh, she had a hypothesis of her own on this whole uh, thing that you were talking about. Um, so, there's this, this running theory that Set has, like, consumed the other gods, and then got their power, and there was, like, a, a battle with a big tooth and a bee. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. A big tooth and a bee. Well, a pelt was maybe not the impelt. Hmm. Well, the bee would be mellifera. It's correct. And that primal god died a long time ago. Uh-oh. Or I... at least the records of it have been spotty at best. Yeah, that's maybe more what I know. Um, um maybe side note. A friend up driving the cart in the front is a kind of a uh, worshipper. Oh, many So, uh, I probably just keep that in mind to speak on. I don't know if that's the thing that you're going to care about to begin with. But... The doctor gives you a look of some of just slight confusion. Have I said something insulting toward their? I don't think so. I'm not a faithful gnome. The, the people get really touchy about their faith. I'm very religious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know. That's that's very nice. I'm not, I, I don't know if it would be an issue, I'm just saying, if you think that you wouldn't say something about somebody's god, then that might, that might apply. Hmm. See, well, I'll do my best to not offend anyone's religion then. <laughs> okay, so we can ask. 
But it's an interesting hypothesis, and it shares some details with mine as well. It seemed like their powers were consolidating. And if you notice, the wings that are in this inscription here match those, and she flips the pages back a bunch, to this inscription taken from an old temple of Ataya. You see how the wings here are shaped the exact same way? Now, one could make the argument that perhaps this was just the way things were done, but this was an inscription done by a group of harpies, which, well, it's interesting to me that they would have the same art style, so. Yeah, I think Lovett's kind of, like, lifting her leg up, just kind of trying to, like... They're very dexterous. <laughs> what? Haven't you ever met a harpy? I have. They, I'm surprised that they are able to, to like, paint like that. I mean, they... It's as if they're hands. I, I, I guess. <laughs> they're still quite large. It, it seems like it would be challenging, but they manage quite well. <laughs> Boy. Oh. Boy. <laughs> All right. The, the doctor isn't quite sure what to make of your casual racism. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been subject to so much casual racism that I'm, and nobody's made this big deal of any of that, so it doesn't really mean oh. anything to me. Wow. Just... Are, are they talking about bird people again? I think so. <laughs> I mean, look at look at the way that they're stretching. That seems. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Rizzis is just at this point. They can't hear your guys's in the front, but just massaging temples. Carla will will turn to Riz and be like, "Well, I mean, I have hands, and I can't draw to save my life, so hands aren't aren't all that useful in that." I just I, I hate it when people just blatantly do that you know it's it's like the thing that i hate the most you know that and people who don't pay two worst things ever racist and people who don't pay i thought it was people who touch your horse oh petravian when did you get here <laughs> where petravian go <laughs> <laughs> who's driving this thing happy vera always <laughs> Alrighty. so the doctor will uh, go back to her notes she'll once again note how it's fascinating that the art style from the Harpy Temple of Ataya is exactly the same as the art style on the Temple of Set inscription that was for like 4,000 years later in a whole different part of the world by a different group, by an entirely different culture of people. Do you think that that was intentional, that they were trying to imitate it? It's very possible that it's imitation, but also by this point, there were no new temples of Ataya being constructed after this symbol was starting to become prominent. I don't believe that that could be a coincidence, right? I mean... It doesn't seem like it. I mean, I don't know why that would be. I'm not really a historian. But... Hmm. Well, hopefully this place has some answers that we seek. From my understanding, this is... This was found about four months ago by a group of adventurers who were trying to well, they were trying to slay a dragon in the area, but they instead they stumbled across a, a as-of-yet-unopened temple. So, they said something about guardians holding the door, but, you know, whatever. I'm sure that it can't be that bad. I wonder if they ever found that dragon, too. Oh, no! <laughs> well, no matter. That's why all of you are here, right? Why? Well, it sounds like it will be no problem. 
Just what remember. What kind of color was the dragon? Oh, blue, of course. Okay, good, good. Now I have to deal with that then. Just, they have uh, elemental. Just remember that uh, anything of a historical significance, uh, well, I get to document down. Fair enough. And take back to a museum. What constitutes historical significance? Hmm. Any artifacts, things of that nature, inscriptions, texts, any sort of documentation, old scrolls, perhaps? That sounds like most of what we're going to find in hell, but uh, I guess not everything. I mean, I suppose I don't... If we find a pile of gold, I don't need that. I'm not here to be greedy. I'm helping our friend Bella. Frankly, it's not for the money, but... So what, would be kind so of what nice. does a Melliferan worshipper need with an old temple of Set? Well, I suppose that's potentially related to your theories, uh, but the shorthand is divine power to not be dead anymore. Interesting. So your Mellifera worshipping friend up there is interested in getting some divine power from this place and using it to bring their god back to life? He's very devout. Hmm. I suppose that's something to be admired, then. Most of the time. My understanding is that Mellifera was a misunderstood god, but ultimately meant, meant well. I would so. agree with that. She does seem very... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, you stopped your sentence on the wrong word. <laughs> she she does seem everyone's best interest in oh. And I suppose I wish your friend luck. Probably we got more than luck to work with here, between uh, your expertise and our, our muscle. <laughs> what will flex? <laughs> well, that is impressive. Mm-hmm. So what is what is all this? She like points to your wrist contraption. Well, uh, this is kind of uh, a work in progress I've had for a while. Uh, just a little gizmo that, that, that kind of... I just add whatever I've come up with to it. And it's got a little complicated time. Uh, especially with this part here. And I'll actually show the MacGuffin. I, like, slip back the slide just partway. Uh, been able to start messing with space and time. Uh, I see. Why? Is that harmful to you in any way? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> I don't Yikes. know. They, they don't think there's any studies on the... Well, you're a fellow woman of science, you understand. Someone has to take the first plunge. Well, just take good notes. The best. Or the best I can manage. Would you like to see my demonic sigils? (laughs) (laughs) I'll keep those parts myself. (laughs) Alright. Well, the doctor then will nod to that and kind of go back to, to between her notes and making light conversation with you. Unless you have anything else you'd like to ask about specifically. No. Although, Levette does warm up to her quite a lot. I think. Just being a... There's there's details of her that she's... Of herself she sees in this person. And a lot of uh, features of Moira. Alright. So in that case, party will continue on the road. Anyone else have anything they're going to do during the journey? Vera's just going to continue uh, procuring the water that's needed and everything. Uh, keeping people fed. And... Mm-hmm trying to guide the cart as best they can. You got it. Curla will basically keep to themselves because the heat is not agreeing with them, but they will do their rounds every evening just to make sure everyone is still in decent health and do any healing that's needed. Mm. Okay, so it's uh, essentially it's a three-day journey 
to the point where the good doctor suggests that you turn to the west. So I'm going to go ahead and knock three days into the future here. Wow. The future. Yes. (laughs) All right. So it's the 31st of May, and you all find yourselves on the road 120 miles northwest of Hasisi. And you are now on a sandy track, basically. There's dunes stretching out in all directions. From where you are, you can see the edge of the end of a mountain range to your right. And to the west is just an endless plain of rolling sand dunes. Your eyes, you think there's tricks being played on them. And all the, the rippling heat waves coming off the sand keeps making you think you see things in the distance. But then when you focus on it, there's nothing there. It's a little bit off-putting. Any things in particular? A ta- like cities. You think you see a town or like maybe a, a wizard's tower. Ooh. Sometimes... Sometimes you think you see like another caravan out in the in the in the the dunes, but then you know a few minutes later the shimmering will just change and then you don't see that. So oh. it's definitely you understand why this place has the name that it has, like why they called this place the Shimmering Dunes because it can get very confusing out there. And you're about to go into it off this road that you're on. Oof! Hey, a little bit. Bell me out the hill. Well, that's unfortunate. Did you ever uh, answer Carlos' question about checking in on the person you asked for help for that village we passed? You know, the ones with the mimics or the slimes or the oozes, I can't remember. Working on it. Been a little busy. Um, yeah, I, I took care of that. Okay. How, were, how, was, uh, how was the village going then? I don't know. I'm going to have to finish sending, but I <laughs> would have sent it then. We just, you know, skipped a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can shorthand that. So you send off a sending spell to Karis asking for a status on that town of Holbrook, right? Yes. Okay. So your response is something to the tune of, Hey, Levette, things are pretty normal there from what I understand. A spy showed up, checked it out for about a week, and then left. Apparently they make good food. (laughs) Yeah, she said they're good. Well, that's wonderful then. See, Carla, it's fine. Right, well, that's good to hear. It's always worth checking on these things. We did take a little bit of a risk, so... Well, let's keep them traveling, then. Do you need any rolls or anything? I will need some rolls, yeah. So the first leg of the journey is done, and you guys are about to turn and go off-road. So this is going to be much more difficult, both on the navigation and also on the wagons themselves. So I would like a survival check from Vera. To lead right. this group out into the dunes. That's a 35. Nice. Very nice. Okay. So, make good time. All right. And it is a four-day journey across the dunes. Let me roll something here. All right. I'd like everyone to make a perception check. Because on the Ooh. third day... He rose again. Just... I'm sorry. <laughs> oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> and also with you. That is a 34 for Vera. Archie got a 16, and Levesque got a 15. Risen got a 31. Vera got a 34. Nice. Doing hot today. Petra got a 10. It's too bright. And Curla got a 25. Alrighty. So, Curla, Vera, Risen, the three of you notice something. What? The usual. The (laughs) usual, yeah. Those who have the huge bonuses to perception. (laughs) 
As you guys are traveling across these dunes, you know, you've you've seen a great many things that, like I said, seem to be hallucinations, but then within about five seconds, the, the rippling heat waves change and it looks like something else. And you get the feeling that, you know, they're normally, these things are, are hallucinations or just, you know, tricks being played on your eyes from the heat waves. But on the third day, you see something that you think is legit. You see a figure moving across the sky, a great beast with blue wings flapping. You believe you see a blue dragon moving like, across the sky. Like a real one? Yeah, yeah, like a real one. I don't <clears throat> like that. <sighs> okay, just based on what I know about non-chromatic dragons, they're usually evil. Could I do a dungeoneering check just to understand them a little bit more? Oh, yeah, chromatic? Sure. I'm sorry. Yeah. I keep thinking chromatic as like chrome, and I keep thinking they're met- it means metallic. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. But dungeoneering, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. yep, yep. Not my best rolls, but... Oh, hey, a 22. That's not terrible. Pretty good. Uh, since Curla rolled perception high enough to see it, could I also roll dungeoneering to see if Curla happens to know anything? Uh, Yeah, that's fine. That is a 17. 17 and a 22. Okay, so what you guys know of blue dragons is that they live in deserts, they enjoy extremely hot climates, and they typically have they have a lightning breath instead of a fire breath like a, like a red dragon would. There's this lightning that they breathe out of their mouth in like a long line. And you also know that they are very territorial, like most chromatic dragons. Uh-oh. Say this out loud to us. What's their weakness? <laughs> they don't have one. Okay. We'll throw Curl rocks is... at it. That's the opposite of lightning. Curl is just going to sort of nudge Riz and say, Right, you see that too, right? It's not Better... not just a heat haze hallucination thing. No, I'm pretty sure that one's real this time. You fuckers. A... <laughs> yeah, we might be in a little bit of trouble. Dragon up ahead, just so you know, in the what? sky. A dragon, where? Please stop being loud, Lavette. What do you think? We're going to hide out here in the open? I'm just letting you know. Don't bring attention to us. Tell Vera. I can see it. Chris doesn't Uh, know that. (laughs) Done. Well, that's like, like, how do I tell Vera and also not? You may have noticed in, like, recently that the card has picked up speed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, motherfucker. And I just kind of give Archie a nod, like, well, it's about to be game time. Petra's saying, the hell is what? Vera, what the hell? Why don't you look up, brother? It's too bright. What am I looking at? Shut Please be more quiet. <laughs> so it's a dragon. Oh, shit. And we have a place to get to. So, you... Do you want to continue watching it as it flies across the sky, or do you want to just focus on the drive? I will tell Petravian, keep an eye on it, alright? You got it. And I'm going to focus on trying to find where to go. Okay, you keep focusing on driving. Now, Petravian, I'd like mm-hmm. you to make a perception check for me, please. Sure can. This is you trying to watch this thing without... 22. You know, without the, the desert blinding you, basically, from mm-hmm. the, the massive amounts of sunlight. So what you see is this dragon is making a lazy circle, basically circling your caravan. Oh, like a vulture? Like a vulture, yeah. No! 
I hate it. I was not just just sort of gliding like off the heat, like the thermal heat, you know, uptakes from these dunes. Mm -hmm. So it's not flapping very much. It's just sort of gliding just lazily. But it's pretty high up in the air, and it's just kind of wheeling around and around and around. Maybe you could offer uh, it your horses. caravan. Not mine. You can offer your horses. <laughs> you think? Do you think this dragon also likes drugs? <laughs> I don't think we have any, unless you guys do. And, and erotic pterodactyl novels. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm continuing. I'm looking for this. I'm not trying to find the mm-hmm. larder. You got it. I mean, I'll keep an eye out on this thing. I'll pull out my crossbow and, like, keep an eye on it through my scope. But I'm, uh, I'm not going to bother it until it bothers us. It, we, we want, I mean, like, I can't do much until it gets closer anyway, so. Hmm. Yeah, it's just, like I said, it's just sort of lazily circling your caravan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very high up in the air. It just doesn't seem to, to be interested in confronting you right now. But it's definitely apparent that it knows you're, in, it knows you're here, right? It's, it's not that it, oh, does it see us? It's yes, it sees you. But what is it going to do about it? So the third day comes to a close, and the doctor will, once you've circled your wagons and set up your camp for the evening, the doctor will explain that she believes the temple is nearby and you should arrive tomorrow if the location is where it should be based on her research. She's, well. uh,. She didn't notice the dragon, so I don't know if anybody was going to oh, tell her uh, that or not. I was just about to say. Okay. Uh, and any information on the dragon circling the place? I saw it too. You're oh. not crazy. <laughs> it's, def- it's definitely up there. Hmm. Well, hopefully it doesn't attack us in the night or anything. Uh, I wouldn't leave that up to hope. I think we're going to have to keep an eye out. So, I agree. Uh, let's just team up. For- All right. I'll take first right. watch. All right. So yeah. So what's the watch order then after Vera? Uh, I, I'm gonna assume that's gonna be Petra and Vera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That sound good. Yep. Are we doing so two can... or three watches? Oh. If we're doing three, three watches, then Archie and Lovette will probably just be their own. Pe- okay. So Vera, Petra, Archie, yeah. and Lovette, and then Riz, Curla. Sounds okay. good. At the beginning of the watch, Petra's gonna cast Greater Magic Weapon. Because then it'll reset after the rest. Okay. Right. Hey, Beardy. What's up? Since there are groups keeping watch, Riz will sleep tonight. <gasps> okay. Oh, dear. All right. In that case, Riz, you have a dream. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were just like, oh, it's fine. You guys are watching the horse. Like, I, I've traveled with you for, like, several months now. It's fine. These people are concerning. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> they know if they touched my horse, I'd kill them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've admitted to you that they've killed people of you just small people transgressions. Like, yeah. <laughs> Without really being to, concerned about it. Yeah, you don't have to have said anything. We've seen it. We're there. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. <laughs> yeah, baby. So I have a dream. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Riz, you go to sleep that night. Yeah. And you're going to have a dream. So I'm going to pull you into a side room. Oh, okay. Tell me. Okay. So, Riz, you wake up, or you you come to your senses in this dream, and you are in a beautiful villa. Ooh. You've never seen this place before, but it feels familiar. Okay. It's white marble with, like, these orange 
terracotta tile roofs. How lovely. It looks very Mediterranean earth, right? Looks very Greek villa or Roman villa. I love terracotta roofs. Yeah. I just think it's pretty. It is pretty. And you're and it's all open air. It's it's beautiful out, but instead of like a cliff view over an ocean, you like the the windows and and villa opens up to what looks like a starscape and a ne- and nebulas that twist into infinity in all directions. This sounds very familiar to me as a player right now, and I don't like that feeling. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. You see, the stars and nebulas actually end up. If you look at them all as a whole, the the pattern of them are a a great spiral that goes off into into a central point in one part of the sky. But mm-hmm. basically, all the lights and nebula sort of just twist around in this great spiral that goes off into infinity. And even though you've never seen this place before, it definitely feels familiar. Okay. Somehow. Can I? Can I explore this place? Yeah, you you get up and you you start to walk around, and one thing you notice like immediately is that you're wearing a what's essentially a toga, like you're wearing like a, a flowy kind of simple cloth garment. That's not good. Okay, is there is there anyone here? You look around and you don't see anyone at first. Uh, do I even look like me? You have lavender skin. And so you look as you think you should, but okay. you don't have any, you don't have a hand mirror. It's just from what you can look at, like your hands and arms. No, well, that's in the, the not dream world for my hand mirror. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll just keep going around this this house, this yeah. villa, and this, look this for nice someone. wide open villa that's sort of seems to be on an island of sorts. And you look around, and it's interconnected by bridges to other islands that have other villas on them. And that also is part of this spiral into infinity. Okay. And you hear a voice call out, What are you doing back? You're not supposed to be here. Can I look towards that voice? You look, and you see a shadowy figure. It's... It's almost like you can see it until you look directly at it, and then it sort of almost fuzzes out. It becomes inconsequential when you look directly at it. I... But if you look away, it it's person-shaped, but when you look right at it, it's more of a blur. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll kind of keep it in my peripheral then. I don't actually know where I am. I don't know how I am here. Uh, forgive me for coming here but no there is no forgiveness for you you know that i do not what have i done you come back here and claim ignorance now as if that is some (laughs) sort of defense i if i have actually done something wrong like actually wrong you have broken our most sacred laws you are a traitor and a failure why do you come back here now? Do you think that this is going to change anything? That you have something to prove? I... I don't... I don't know who you are. And I don't know who I am. Good. And hopefully you never remember. It would be but better for to. all of us that way. But I want to. 
I don't know who you are. What you wanted nearly ended everything. So maybe it's best you don't come back. And maybe it's best you don't remember anything. Well, that's just too bad. I'm going to pay off the wind. <laughs> you hear this person laugh at you. And then it's joined by more voices that are laughing at you. And then more like more voices kind of start to chime in and appear in your peripheral. And more of these blurred figures. And before you know it, you're surrounded. And they're all laughing at your plight. There, There's a slight expression of embarrassment in this moment. And then they kind of shake their head. Laugh if you will. I believe you are the one who brought this upon me. I don't know what I did, but I am different from whatever this transgression was. If you don't believe me, then watch me. I will prove it to you. You will fail. Because do that you is really you, believe that? That is what you do. You're a failure. I am not. That's simply what you see me as. That's how it always goes. You can go fuck yourself. Whoever you are. You find yourself alone in the villa. Look around, there, there's no one laughing at me anymore? Nope. Okay, They're good. That was fucking creepy. <laughs> just kind of hugs themselves for a second and then keeps walking and hopes to find someone friendlier. Okay. So, the dream begins to destabilize. Okay. You, you start to feel mourning tugging at your mind. And okay. You're sort of just left with a feeling of, I don't know, it's hard to say what. Dissatisfaction? Yeah, maybe slight embarrassment and dissatisfaction, yeah. 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 That was fun. Alright. The villa was pretty. Yeah, at least it was pretty. At least it was pretty. Okay. So. See anything during our... Nope. Alright, I'd like everyone to make a perception check for the following morning. Can do, Daddy. Well, does, I just, is there anything hey. that Cool that's doing? Yeah, I, well, I've got one thing, I, I, and potentially, it depends. Since my watch okay. comes right before Riz and Curla's, then depending on Riz. what state Riz is in when they wake up, well, that might have a response that, holy goddamn motherfucking shit. So, starting off, that was a 24 for Petra. Uh, 24 for Risen. A 36 for Vera. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> nice. Nicely done. That is a 24 from Curla. Lots of 24s today. Right? 14 from Archibald, which is a nat 2, and an 8 from Levette, which is a nat 1. <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> yeah! You forgot, to, you see forgot to put on your glasses mm -hmm. this morning. Hot. It's hot <laughs> outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Riz is just quiet and gets up okay. after their dream, so. There's okay. nothing really okay. to be spoken of that. Well, mm. I'm gonna. Can I roll a sense motive? Sure. Go for it, Famer Lama Ding Dong. I feel like that's what it's there for. I'm not very good at it, so it's probably like a. Nat 20. I don't know if that would even help me. Come on, Lama. Oh, it's pretty good. Well, it oh, is. A20. Yeah. So the question is Is Riz holding anything back? Well, the thing is, they just wouldn't talk to you guys about this. So he, then Levette would be able to tell that. There's something. There's something, at least, but I, I don't know if you could gather it was a dream, but more as maybe they're just tired and unused to actually sleeping at sure. the same time. Well, I was well, either way, well, I was going to say, uh, Liz, did you sleep okay? You look I slept. 
You don't look That's your no. best. What was that? You don't look your best. You look kind of rough. Risen looks really offended by this. I mean, <laughs> you normally look great. I'm saying, look, I'm just. Do I look like a failure to you? No, huh? I just. Is that what you're telling me? Are you okay? I'm just worried about. Blah. And they just walk away. Hi, <laughs> Dolce. Well, our ships are well. Very well. It was a pleasant night. Though I did hope to see the dragon. They are interesting. Yeah, well, I have a feeling we're still going this. This one might not be as friendly as the last couple of. Very well. I will do my best to protect you. Alright, so the two of them take their rest. I think that's it for the night. Cool. Alright, so by morning, everybody rolled their perceptions there. And of that one, only Vera succeeds. Vera! Wow. Oh, hell yeah. Get it, girl. <laughs> Vera, you notice something just kind of peculiar. And that's that there's a dune near you that wasn't there before. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> like, you're like, you're not sure if it just blew in overnight and it just kind of just a dune shifted, but yeah, you're pretty sure there wasn't a dune there before, and now and there is one. No one saw this during our watch? That either means it's temple creation or dragon slumber. <laughs> I don't want to find like... out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting dragon ambush. All right, everyone. So, did anyone see anything Overwatch, for starters? Nope. No, I was drawing in the sand and looking around at the sand, and there was a lot of sand. Well, I can remember is there wasn't that much sand, and I point at the dune that's just randomly there. That wasn't there before. Oh, what? Wait, what? Are you sure? Uh, that's kind of I'm... just... Another lump. Listen, I remember these kind of things. I've decided I hate sand. Could I look up at the sky and see if I can still see the dragon? Or did you say you that not... that had Yeah, you do not see a vulture dragon, basically. You don't see a, a slowly wheeling dragon over you like you did yesterday. Gotcha. Maybe the evil dragon's friendly. <laughs> can I use Earth Sense to see if there's anything inside that that wasn't there before? Uh, yeah, you can use your tremor sense. It's a 60-foot range. So you have to get a little bit closer to it. Oh, but yeah, you can walk over there and use that if you'd like. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yay, bad decisions. Petra is going to try to inch as close as he can. Like, not as close is as he can. Is he explaining like... why he's doing this, or is he just start walking over towards the... <laughs> <laughs> Petra leans to Vera and asks, uh, I need to see if I can flip there's anything inside there. I'm gonna have to get a little closer, though. I mean, if you can do it safely, just don't <sighs> get too close, alright? So Petra will inch as close as he needs to be to see if there's something inside that dune. And he will close his eyes and use his earth sensibility. Alright. So you get close enough to where the dune is within 60 feet of you. You focus your mind and you use your earth sense and you feel out into the ground you know, from your feet and it's you sort of feel connected to the earth for a moment. And what you notice is that's no dune. Inside that is, in fact, uh, appears to be a pretty honkin' big dragon. Okay. So Petra, after calmly opens his eyes, backs ever so gingerly, and calmly says to Vera, 
there is a fucking dragon inside that dune. <laughs> like, just paleness just goes over Vera. Just sitting there? Doing what? Alright, everybody. Let's get on our carts. Very quietly. And get the hells out of here. Yes, that uh-huh. sounds good. Yeah. As nicely as possible. Get on the cart. And like, Vera's <laughs> just gonna like kind of like skip over like in like the trying not to make too much noise on the sand kind of way. Yeah. Gonna hop on the cart. Keller is gonna walk without rhythm towards the Vardo and clamber up onto it, making as little noise as possible. While right. walking back to the Vardo, they're making a star symbol on their chest with circles. <laughs> <laughs> as if one were doing a cross on themselves. <laughs> but it's a star. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, Galugia, please. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> please. Alright, so you all calmly and carefully get back on your wagons. Mm-hmm. And you take off and you start traveling more toward your goal. And as you do, uh, if anybody wants to look back at that dune... I would love to! I would love to! Make a perception to. check, please. That's a nat 20, 38. Oh my god, you're doing oh great today! Wow, for good me. for you! That is yeah. a 34 for Kerla. Nice. Uh, that is a nat one for Petra. It's <laughs> a twenty-eight that is a... from Archie and a twenty-one. <laughs> Petra is just eyes forward. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm looking. looking I swear. So what you notice, basically everyone but Petravian, you all notice that dune sink down into the ground and disappear. I hate <gasps> this book. <laughs> I don't think. We made the right choice there. I feel like we should have given a drop on that thing. I give him a little like whip to the weight, the reins. It's like, come on, let's let's keep going. And at this point, Riz is making a shield symbol on their chest now. Petra's gonna cast again, greater magic weapon, just in case. All right. So, you, you don't, you're not sure where it went, but it's definitely underground. And you're not sure how fast they can burrow, but you're not really wanting to test the limits of it. So you uh, you guys continue to increase your speed. Uh, I'd like a survival check, please, from Vera. Do. Come on, boy. Come on, girl, you got this. That's a 26. Nice. nice. Boom. Very nice. Rolling over a four. I'm so proud of you. You're <laughs> getting over four every time. Happy about it. All right. <clears throat> so after a little ways, so we'll go ahead and advance time by about three hours. You have not been attacked by a dragon. And Boy, things nice. are looking up, right? Things are looking <laughs> so, up. Or in this case, we're looking down at the ground yeah, where exactly. the dragon's going to attack us. Just keep that tremor sense ready, Petravian. <laughs> Just you keep got it ready. <laughs> Freaking tremors. <laughs> fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. <laughs> I really do, honestly. And the word course. So, oh boy. What happens is you guys <laughs> travel on for about three hours, and then you see something in the distance. And first, you think it's you think it's a mirage, like everything has been for the last five or six days out here. And then, as you get closer, you realize it is definitely something there. There is something sticking up out of the sand ahead of you. The doctor is like standing up on the bone zone seat, 
watching, <laughs> like staring straight out over top of the caravan, uh, or over top of the carriage. Mm-hmm. And she calls out, that's it. That has to be it. It bears at the front. It would be saying something, but they're just kind of teeth clenched. You're white knuckling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, a little tense. Bear don't like dragons, yo. I know. I'm kind of excited to see you freak out. <laughs> Yay. So as you get closer, you realize that what is ahead of you appears to be an enormous stone statue coming up out of the sand. Does it look like a snake? <laughs> it, it, it is, in fact, yes. It is a stone statue of a snake. Wow! Coming up out of the sand. Coming up out of the sand or coming up over the horizon? Out of the sand ahead of you. Oh. The lone and level sand. Like, like it's moving. No. No, like it's it's in the sand. It's sticking up out of that sand. And as you come up over a dune, you can see it in like a valley ahead of you. Right, okay. But it stands in the middle of some ruins, and it appears to be kind of coiled or circled around some sort of platform. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's big. <laughs> yeah, I think this is our place. So this thing is giant. This is a giant stone statue. Yeah, it it's okay. probably well, thirty feet tall. The head is this this it's giant like, snake. It's like a thirty foot tall snake head. Um, and you can see like the snake body to the left and right of it. It seems to kind of be coiling around something else behind it. But this appears to be some very old ruins here. So this is like the side of size of a good sized house. Yeah. Does anyone oh speak parcel tongue? We don't talk about that in this house. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So we kind of just like screech into this place. Mm-hmm. I assume. <laughs> and the ground here is stone, correct? Yeah, you get close enough and you see that some of the ground here is actually like interlaid stone blocks. Like this was all some sort of temple complex some time ago before the sands partially buried it. Alright. Yeah, so Vera's gonna, like, kind of park this carriage with the horses kind of in between where these structures are, just so it kind of has some kind of protection, both on its sides and below. Okay. So that would be, like, on the left side of the snake's head. Mm-hmm. Right over here. So our right. Rizzle keep the horse with them currently to just keep them close enough, because they're they don't want it to get eaten by the dragon. <laughs> Just tell it, uh, don't touch horse. They're okay. they're probably gonna, actually. Oh shit! <laughs> so I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop two of them down to to designate both carriages. Okay, so you drop your Vardo and your caravan down, your carriage down, and the doctor is uh, fascinated by this. She's she's gonna walk up and take a look at this giant snake statue fascinating. It's interesting that the stonework is so well preserved. I wouldn't be surprised if they worked the same sort of magics into this to keep it from wearing out over the ages. Hmm. She takes out a pad of parchment and starts scribbling down notes with a grease pencil. Petravian leans over to Vera and she says, Looks like they just made a giant steak snake. Yeah, I'm gonna do that again, please. Petra leans over to Vera and just comments, it's almost as if they made a giant snake into stone rather than from stone. It looks like a waste of stone to me. Piece mm. of shit. 
Well, I mean, you gotta appreciate the artistry, know. though. This thing, like, killed a bunch of gods. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's still objectively impressive. Impressive? Maybe. Waste of time? Definitely. Agreed. Vera, do you get a sense from energy here for the circulator ring? I mean, I don't feel energies. Oh. But I could see if Melly can feel anything. Go and for I'll, it. like, hit the staff onto the ground. Sister, mm-hmm. can you by any chance sense any kind of divine energy here? All right. This appears so to be the place. You strike your staff on the ground and focus in to hear Mellifera. But instead of hearing, like, the cacophony of chaotic voices sort of speaking partially in unison and with a background of, like, bees buzzing... You instead hear snakes. You hear the hissing of snakes. This place is coming down. Coming down? What happened? What did you hear? This is not a good place. Whatever it is that's here, it's interfering with our connection to Malifra. The doctor looks over at you. Now let's not get too hasty. There could be some very important historical documents here. Oh yeah, we'll be sure to take them. But who cares about the place? Come on, let's look around. See what we can find. I mean, it is of significant historical importance at least probably is gesturing to the giant stone snake head they don't just put this on everything maybe well we can neutralize the bad magic and also keep the place in the more fire the better I, that's mm. the... fire's fine it shouldn't damage the stonework and i'm going to, i'd like to inspect uh the stonework and the like I, not not with like a stonework knowledge, just in general, if I can see anything detail-wise. Uh, yeah, I mean, the snake's well-carved. It definitely looks like it hasn't eroded at all from the ages. Like, it's in perfect condition. Like, I, the, like, like a stonemason just finished chiseling it. My eye starts to glow, and I'd like to stare at this snake. Uh, Alright, you stare at it with your tech magic ability activated, and it is, in fact, enchanted. You believe it's enchanted with preservation magics to keep it from ever breaking down. Preservation. So, waste of stone and waste of magic. What a shocker. Curla's gonna look like they're trying to find a diplomatic way of phrasing this as they turn to Vera. So, if you can't talk to your god, do you think that means your powers are gonna be impacted when if we go in there? Vera's going to look at their hand, and I'd like to try to summon a swarm. Okay, go ahead and use your summon swarm ability. Alright. Before we get too far, I'm also going to cast Mage Armor on myself and Dr. Sayad. Okay. Actually, just uh, because it's not something super big, I'm going to actually take out a beetle, and I like to engorge it with good beetle, just so I'm not using a bigger spell. Sounds good. Oh, is it lunchtime already? Hey, if we can be well, well rested and fed, the better for us when we actually have to deal with something. Cool, I'll take one. Uh, does it activate? Yeah, so you cast a good beetle and uh, you're now holding a handful of small beetles that are so swollen that they can no longer walk. <laughs> Who eats me for my death? <laughs> Her divine magic still works here. There's just interference. Right, you understand why I had to ask. It's a good thing to know in case something happened, but it looks like we're good. Alright. So, whatever's magic is left over here really doesn't want you to just know the easy answer, eh? Or, perhaps it's the fact that it's a large amount of natural magic just here in a large amount. Alright. Where's his pet and their horse? 
Shall we go in? Where? Where's in? I and know. I'm going to go around this snakehead. All right, so Vera, what you see as you walk around this 30-foot-tall snakehead is you see a series of small platforms surrounding a larger stone platform, all decorated with snake imagery. But as you come around the head of the snake, you realize that there's a staircase coming off the back of it. Okay, so whatever was... So this looks probably like some kind of pressure plate system that probably opened this thing, maybe? Possibly. They're like little small stone pedestals, basically. They're about three, three and a half feet sticking up off the ground. Okay. And then there's a central platform that has a stone statue of a snake on it, like a small coiled snake. Okay, so there's a door at the bottom of this staircase. Yes, there is a door at the bottom of that staircase. Is there any writing on any of these pillars that we would be able to, or iconography? I mean, yes, it looks like snakes. Oh. Serpent patterns, scale patterns, like it's all all very thematic. Okay. So the doctor will follow along and be talking about how fascinating all this is. She's going to go up and look at one of these pedestals, and she's going to reach out and touch it, run a finger along it, look at some of the engravings. This is incredible. And she's going to step over, and as she steps into this... God damn it. <laughs> as she steps into this square of stuff, uh, of the, this central area between these four platforms, uh, you're going to hear a strange humming noise sort of fill the whole area, and four nimbuses of light are going to begin to gather above each of these pedestals. I'm casting shield on myself. Fuck this. I mean, nothing happened yet. I know, but I don't like it. So the doctor's gonna, like, notice that happen and look around. Uh, You see that too, right? Yes. Oi, word to the wise, don't touch anything. She's going to move a few feet to the south. uh, I'm pretty sure that's the exact opposite of what (laughs) she came here to do. To be between... everything. Yeah. To be between Riz and Vera. And... These nimbuses of light over these platforms are going to become larger and brighter. Uh, so what do you suppose that is? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm use- I'm going to have my eye glowing again to uh, see what kind of magic this is. All right. It appears to be conjuration and necromancy. Uh-oh. Something necrotic. Not usually good. What is it going to be? Skeleton snakes? <laughs> I'm sorry. That wasn't Riz. That wasn't Riz. <laughs> I was just wondering if it was going to be will-o'-wisps. What? So what happens is those nimbuses of light are going to coalesce, and what will stand before you is a strange amalgamation of a beast, of a being, if you will. What you see is four creatures that appear to be... Oh. So what you see is four desiccated corpses are going to come into being. They're standing uh, on, you know, long snake tails that are partially rotted away. You can see bones sticking out of them in certain places. Like their scales are missing in other spots. Their skin is, is tight and parched and cracked. Part of them are wrapped, and they're dressed in strange ancient clothing. Their eyes are... are you know, basically just hollow pits. And their their lips have been rotted away over the centuries to just have a, a grinning tooth look to them all. You see 
four Serpente's mummies appear. Where's the daddies? <laughs> okay. Really? Well, here's really? certain. Really? Okay, hold on. <laughs> I deserve that. I'm fine. Huh. I deserve that one. Well, the podcast, that's pun damage for... Yeah. Right? For god-awful. You twist your ankle on the sand as you see these things. <laughs> yeah. They're that scary. Go on, Beardy. They're like... How bad is it? A knox in the moon. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Whoa! Seriously? Oh, yeah. Shatter your ankle in a half. <laughs> Whoa. This makes sense mechanically. <laughs> this is all good. Harsh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It kept getting worse and worse through season one, so I'm not really surprised. Riz I'm just happens either. to have not that much HP, just yeah. in general. Riz is kind of a squishy character. Glass cannon. So, yeah. Say. Yeah, they're a glass cannon. As we, right. we talked about in Checkpoint. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The hit new podcast checkpoint. Talk show. Yeah. It's all the rage. <laughs> I'm all of the rage. It's causing Ooh. a lot of rage. Alright. Hey, so I'm last. You're not last. I'm last. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Am I all able right. to get off a uh, Mellifera's boon before this? Uh, would you have been booned before this anyway? Oh no no no. I would not have been booned yet. Then no. Okay. Alright. So, the Serpentes mummies, three of them win initiative. So, the Serpentes in the southwest, the one closest to Archie, it materializes on this pedestal and just immediately starts slashing with these four weapons. It basically, they draw with each of their arms four kopeshes and starts slashing them around and just uh, taking it to, to Archie with uh, quite a lot of, of blades here. So let's see, Archie's AC is 27, so that is a miss, a miss, a critical hit, a hit, a miss, and a hit. Shit. Yeah. Alright. Good old Archie. So, first thing that happens is this critical hit. So the Kopesh is going to knock back. Double damage, target is pushed away. So that's fun. So we'll deal with that as well. So here is the critical damage. Archie is struck for... 34 damage from that crit, 10 damage from a hit, and 16 damage from a hit. There we go. Actually, 16 damage and then 16 damage. Okay. All right. And then Archie is going to get knocked back. Uh, knocked back. Wow. How many feet? <laughs> Quite a lot, actually. Oh, fuck. Wow. Archie is thrown back 30 feet, basically. So into the next pillar over. Uh -huh. Uh where the next... Jesus, shit. Okay, where the next Serpente's mummy is going to be up immediately and full attack Archie. Okay! I told you, um, you'd be nice to my boy. Uh, uh, so, so bad news. Um, uh, you built these little things like little bitches? <laughs> maybe? Because you gave them four swords like I did with Jackie, and we all know how that works. I mean, they're Serpentes, but the problem is apparently the dice want to roll 20s tonight. Yeah. How uh -huh. many? Uh-huh. So that is a, a hit, a hit, a crit, a hit. Sorry, not a hit. So let's see. A hit, a hit, a crit, a miss, a hit, and a crit. Shit. God. What's Archie's AC again? 27. 27 right now. I didn't give him mage armor beforehand because I couldn't remember if I can. I can because nope. he has all natural armor, so I should have. That's still better than I thought when you give one. yourself mage armor, he gets it too. Nope. What? Maybe. I've never heard that before. 
I swore that's what you've been doing for the longest time. No, I've just been burning two spells. Oh, shit. Wow, shnikes! Well, he's dead, huh? Well, well, let's see what happens here. So, yeah, probably. And it depends I mean, on how much HP Levette's going to pump into him, I guess. I, I was just going to... I would rather just let him take all of it and go below zero, ball up, and then I'll bring him back to 50% next round. Safer for everybody. Like, gotcha. I'm going to have to probably do that anyway, I think. Unless, like, there's a... If they hit that much, there's a decent chance it will all right, take so all of it. 20 damage, 18 damage. The critical was for 29. Uh... 14 damage, and then the second critical for 37. So that puts him at negative 61. So you, you could soak him up if you wanted to. Is anything gonna bad gonna happen if I don't? What do you mean? Other than him balling up, I mean? No, he just ball up. Okay, well then I'll take um, it. Because honestly... See, the criticals were leg swipe, knocked prone, and swing through one free attack against an adjacent foe, which there aren't any... Well, actually, sorry, there's chisel. So one free attack against Chisel. Oh, poor Chisel. Alright, that is 16 damage to Chisel. Wow, even with his uh, AC at 29? Shit. Oh, shit. Never mind, that's gonna miss. Sorry, I didn't think his AC was quite that good. Let me re yes. refund that. Okay, HP refunded. Yes, the deer has better... The, the deer is the most heavily, uh, yeah. The deer is the heavy, most heavily armored person in the party right now. I don't understand. I it's weird, right? Actually, your rock. You yeah. Okay. Turns out he's actually more rock than elk. Mm -hmm. All right. And the third serpente's mummy is going to stay on that platform, and instead of swinging swords, it's actually just going to hawk, uh, essentially, an acidic loogie at the party. It's going to do an acidic spit at. We'll have him shoot this at Petravian. Okay. Uh, so, Petravian, you should have some acid resistance, right? I yep. Uh, five. Yeah, you have five. Okay, cool, cool. All right. In that case, you are going to get struck by a ball of acid spit, mm -hmm. and you're going to take seven points of damage. Hmm. Okay. Loogie. What a way to describe it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's the whole thing. And then it, it fires this ball of acid across the way. Hits Betravian and sort of starts to sizzle as as Betravian like you know swipes it off really fast. All Oops. right, that takes us to Riz. All right, guess who's bringing out the chain lightning right away? This guy. So what I'm gonna start with, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a little spice with giving two Vaz, two Rizes, so that when it shocks, it hits all of them. Question. D does chain lightning have to be within 30 feet of each other? Yeah, that's what the Riz is for. Reese is for. Oh, oh, I see. Let me add my spice. Okay. I'm just making <laughs> sure I'm understanding. Yeah, it's 30, but whenever I use Reese, it extends that amount, because it's reach. So, two Va, two Reese, and I'm gonna use two Aetha, just to get that DC up a little. Alrighty. So, two more than it is. So that's in total six. Right. Oh, we should probably roll your runes for the day oh. as well. So let's well, do that like... first. <laughs> fine. Cool. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. Chain lightning. Here we go. Whoa! A lot of fives. Yeah, and then I had four more <laughs> d6. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fourteen. So forty-five plus fourteen. People can do math. That isn't me. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
And the so. DC would be 25. Okay, so 59 damage, DC 25. One moment. Oh, yeah, that is 59. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Math. <laughs> Math. <laughs> nice. Okay. Three of them fail. Saving okay. throws. And that is 59 damage. 59 damage. Cool. Okay. All right. So would you like to explain what that looks like? Oh, boy. So we have a conglomeration of this tree symbol, this weird star symbol with circles and a circle around it. We've got another star in there and we've got, well, we've got actually two stars in there. One's a little curvy. The other has circles on it. You know, fun times, adding spice, you know, and they combine all of these in this swirling motion and they just push that energy out, which bolts out from their fingers, which hits each one some better than others. Most better mm-hmm. than others, might I add. <laughs> Alright, you got three of the four. Yeah. Yeah. And the fourth one still got a little damage from it. Yeah, exactly. So it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Alright. <laughs> Is your swarm going to be able to do anything to these guys? Oh, it might be able to damage them. Okay. Alright, uh, since they're undead, they'll probably won't be poisoned, but it still might be good amount of damage. Yeah, I kept ball lightning out because I was wasn't sure if you'd want to use that. Well, here's the thing. is that I can't hit more than one person. Okay, I'll use ball lightning then next. And then I'll just kind of duck behind Curla because I'm not feeling great. My old age is getting to me. Yeah. So Riz ducks behind Curla. That ends their turn and that takes us on to something else. So... Wait, what? Come on. Alright, so Chisel's up. (laughs) What? I was gonna say, wait, what? I had to do something else real quick. Don't worry about it. Okay. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. oh boy! I'd actually like Chisel to delay till after Petra. I would like for Petra to see if these are evil. You sorry? You said you want to delay Chisel? Yes. Okay. Uh, d- till right after Petra. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, we'll delay Chisel then to six. Boom. All right. So that takes us to Petra. Okay. So I'd like to read these creatures to see if they are evil. Okay. It's a move action to use your detect evil ability. Nice. Okay. Oh, okay. oh shoot. Uh, wait. It, and the, But then I can't five foot step, can I? Shit. No. Yes, you can, technically. Oh. Yay! Okay. Yay! Yeah. As long okay. as it's a move action that doesn't involve <clears throat> moving your character, as dumb as that sounds. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I gotcha. Then you can take a five foot step. Then that's what we'll do. Yes! Okay. Okay, so you use Detect Evil on the Serpente's mummy to your northeast, mm-hmm. and it is, in fact, evil. Woo! Yes. Smite that bitch! Oh, yes! Woo! So, Petra, seeing the aura of evil in these mummy Serpentes, is going to cast Smite Evil and take, an, take aim at the mummy Serpentes to his northeast. Okay. Take a five-foot stepper. All right. We're going to use life's charge. Okay. So when you submit your attack, be mm-hmm. sure to add your bonuses here. And so it is your charisma modifier to attack. So plus five to hit. Okay. And it's your level to damage. So that is... Plus 14. Plus 14. So 14 to damage, five to hit. Plus five and plus 14. Single mm-hmm. attack. And that is a nat 20, but it does not confirm, unfortunately. Sadly, that does not confirm. 
But so you got a nat one as your confirmation. Yes. Yeah. And you, if had you gotten anything else, that would have been fine. Fucking yeah. a. But it still hits. Uh, it gives a twenty-six damage. Mm-hmm. Plus eight against evil. Yep. Cool. All right. So you strike it for. And the nice thing is, is this thing does not get any DR for that because you are smiting. Mm-hmm. Holy That's man. <laughs> kind of. Whack. Okay, your your shot pierces straight through it, and cuts right through its DR, and you know you did a pretty good slash there. Nice. All right, chisel. Chisel. Now, oh no, that's one more level up. Rats. Okay, so chisel, seeing that Petravian smite did some damage, chisel's also going to smite against this thing. Sorry, and smite evil. And take aim against the Serpentes. And he's going to full attack. So, got the hooves. So, he has a charisma. Now, what is... Does he have charisma? I so, mean, he has no, no bonus. No bonus. Okay, just making sure. Full attack. So, that would be a 20, uh, 28 and a 31. Do either of those hit? A 28 and a 31 both hit. Wonderful. Nice. So, that would be so. a 20 to damage and a 21 to damage. Mm-hmm. So, 41 damage from that. Yay! And you also have a gore attack still. And single attack. That is a 33. So, that's a 25 to damage. Mm-hmm. That would be a 25 to damage. Yay! Nice! Right. So, uh, Chisel goes in with... Well, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, would you like to put some spice on those dice? <gasps> yes! yes! Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So... Watching Archie fly over and get utterly obliterated, both Petra and Chisel take aim at the Serpentes. Petra gives a good size whap upside the head, and Chisel gives him the one-two punch with the hooves, and then rears back and shoves the hole directly into the chest of the mummy Serpentes, and then starts flailing it around and tossing it to the side. Hell yeah. Cool. Great job. So one thing you notice is as soon as it is destroyed, a gold nimbus appears over that central platform. So sort of a gold aura appears over the large central platform. Hmm. All right. So the doctor's up, and uh, she's going to like just look at this stuff in disbelief and do nothing. (laughs) I appreciate that. So the last mummy is up, and it is going to fire another acid spit. This one is going to be aimed at Vera. Yeah, that is going to hit. Uh, Vera, you are struck for nine points of acid damage. Alrighty. Sorry, there is a secondary effect on this that I just forgot to roll against Petra. So mm-hmm. I'm going to roll this against. I'm going to roll this against Petra real quick. And it passes. So good. That that means that we won't have to retroactively do anything nasty to Petra. Okay. So Vera, there is a reflex save on this. Alrighty. Alrighty. Can I make that so, briefly? Yeah, I'll have you roll it. I'll have you roll it instead of me. Alrighty. Okay. That is a 12, which is That is uh, not going to succeed. So you are going to take an ongoing 8 damage uh, until you spend a full round to remove the acid for yourself. What the fuck? How much damage? 8, eight per round. Per round. Okay. It's not that much. In the grand scheme of things for... For someone that's level 14, it's not that bad. Boon All up. right, so maybe get the uh, eye going too. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, so that's the end of its turn. Uh, it's going to take us to Curla. Okay, so immediately I'm going to turn back towards Riz and see that they are in. I think I broke my ankle. <laughs> I, I don't know you, how it happened. I think you might have broken a little bit more than that. Look how much it's swelling. It's gross. I think I'm, it's oozing too. Curla's <laughs> going to reach out their right hand and just kind of hold it just shy of, of Riz's shoulder and kind of shoot Riz a look to, as if to say, you know, may I? Riz will give a gentle nod towards you. Curla will lay their hand on, on Riz's shoulder and they're going to cast Cure Critical Wounds, which is a fourth level. They're going to cast it as a fifth level to okay. make it a swift action instead of a uh, standard. If that's cool, Beardy. Hold on, it doesn't cast it as a level higher. It uses two spell slots of that level. Oh, beg pardon, I misread it. Then that's that's. I'd still like to do that, please. So, laying my hand on Riz's shoulder, I will cast Cure Critical Wounds. I'm going to cast it using my combat healing, which lets me cast it as a swift action instead of a standard, and that should heal for 43. Excellent. Alright, so 43 HP back onto Riz. Alright, that takes two spell slots at that level, and you have a move and a standard action left. Okay, as the standard action... I am going to raise both hands, now that Riz is looking a little bit better, I'm going to raise both hands and point them towards the mummy Serpentes to my northwest, and I am going to cast Heal at them. So energy, black energy is going to start suffusing both hands, because I'm going to cast Heal, but I'm going to use my metamagic on it to cast it as a ranged instead of a touch. So burning heal as a seventh level okay so that allows you to cast a touch touch spell as a close range spell so could you roll a ranged touch for me please i would be happy to hell yeah Oof. and that's a 12 yeah that sadly is not going to be a hit in this case oh. so that is going to burn that heal spell all right well it's burned i uh Burned it at 6th and, and never funded it and burned it at 7th. Yeah, so that should burn it at a higher level, too. Yep. So, yep, that's rough. Alrighty. Worth a shot. At least I got Riz alive again. <laughs> yep. Yep. You have a move action left. Curla is going to stay where they are. Alrighty. Vera, you're up. Alright, so Vera lifts out this kind of like inhuman battle cry as she shifts into the Melliferin form, so our dear doctor gets to watch that body horror happen. <laughs> yeah, like right next to her. And oh, that's fantastic. As it does, the, the glow of Vera's eye swirls into this teal color, and as you see the sand hitting past them, you see specks hitting into this thing, and it reveals this field around them that activates when it's like getting hit. <laughs> and she just points at this uh, Serpentes mummy that's in front of her, and she's going to feckin' familiar hummel on top of it. Hell yeah. Alrighty. Good stuff. She also takes a step forward as she's casting in order to be in front of Levette more. Okay. At least someone will stand in front of Levette. It's never Screwy's character, but at least someone <laughs> will. Aww. <laughs> what are you awing about? I mean, you're not wrong, but... Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, Aww, then. Yeah, the last fight... <laughs> Levette got eaten by a friggin' slime while Petra was standing right next to her, and he immediately backed away and just kind of abandoned her. Yeah, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Can't deny it! We have recordings. 
Yep. 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 That happened. He's out of line, but he's right. He's out of line. There it is. So Hummel, fucking familiar, is up immediately, and uh, go ahead and roll damage. Alrighty. Bzz. Is that three d six or the forty six? I believe it's three d six. Alright, it's gonna be nine damage. Hell yeah. That is gonna soak. Oh, okay. But what does that mean? Just nothing DR? happens. DR. Yeah, it, it's it's less than the dr. Hey, maybe one day I'll be able to use my character's main function. <laughs> maybe we'll see. But not in this campaign. Alright, Levet, you're up. I'd like to delay my turn until after Riz in the next round. Alrighty, let's see. That's going to take us back around to the Serpente's Mummy, round two. Its swords aren't going to do anything to the familiar, so it's going to spit instead. And it is going to spit at Vera for nine points of acid damage. And, and then I also get eight damage. Yeah, oh, no, well, you'll, not, you'll, get hit, you'll get hit with the eight on your turn, and you should make another reflex save, then. Alrighty. Because this is additional acid. There you go, that's a 20. Mm. All right. Good. Good, good. Okay. So, next Serpentes is up, and it is also going to shoot some Acid Spit. That is going to strike Petra for 13 damage. Petra, give me a ref... Oh, sorry. I need to refund five of that. Mm-hmm. And go ahead with a reflex save, please. You got it. That is an 18. Not good enough. All right. Ah. So, you're going to take five ongoing damage. Until I get the goop off. Yeah, it's a full round action to do so. Okay. All right, that takes us to Riz. All right, all right. I'm gonna use two two Rizes so I can get all of them at once. Aim at the one that's directly diagonal from me in the upper mm-hmm. most west area. <laughs> you got it. And the only spice I'm adding is just to reach so I can hit all of them. Okay. And I'll cast Chain Lightning again. All right, so this is going to be a DC, DC 23 with standard damage. Yep. Let's see how she okay. do. Oh, no. Boom. 46, about the same roll Ooh. as last yeah. time. It's good damage, good damage. All right, so let's see that. And that is a fail, pass, pass on the DCs. <laughs> so the okay. first one fails and is going to take full damage at 46. And the next two are going to take half damage at 23. Cool. Cool, cool, Thanks, cool. Thanks, Ethan. Hmm. A leaf blows by you. You're not sure where the leaf came from because you're not dead. There's a small smile. Riz ain't feeling too hot. Kind of feeling like a failure right now. <laughs> kind of fucking broke my ankle out of nowhere. Yeah, right? How crazy is that? Right? Yeah. Alrighty. So that is going to take us on to Levette. Alright. I am summoning six ankylosaurs. Okay. Oh, lovely. Alright. So that is six ankylosaurs. Yeah, just six so... crates just dropped from the sky. Yeah, so where would you like these to appear? Thank you, Seamus. Just kind of surrounding this the Serpente's mummy up the top left, I guess. Or I guess the northeast, rather. Uh, yeah, really wherever they can fit. Just deal with what I've got. How about that? That's perfect, yeah. That's exactly what I'd like okay. to do. Alright. Conga line of ankylosaurus. Okay. Alright, they're rolled into initiative now. Okay. So that is a standard action for you, I believe? That's correct. So you have a move action left. What would you like to do? Uh, for my move action, I am gonna, you know, I'm gonna stay where I'm at. I'm just, because I feel like I don't want to leave the doctor exposed on the other side. So, still. Alrighty. Petra. Wonderful. Okay. Petra is going to 
Watch these ankylosaurs just pop out of the sky and think their northern flank is covered for at the moment for the moment, and see the mummy serpentes that Hummel is currently stinging. He knows that Hummel's gonna inadvertently sting him, but that's okay. So he's gonna charge into to attack the mummy serpentes. First mm-hmm. casting smite, targeting that mummy to the southwest. Smite evil. And charging. Okay. So that's going to be a plus two to the attack. Mm-hmm. And something happens. Odd little thing is going to happen here as you do uh-huh. this. So as you get into the swarm of Hummel, uh-huh. you feel strangely empowered. <gasps> oh, I wonder if he's going to get stung. Yeah, right? I'll kind of tear up a little. Oh. <laughs> it's just what Scurry wanted. It's just what I wanted. Thank you, Beardy. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, I'm actually I a little bit teary. <laughs> yeah, so basically, <sighs> when you fight within Hummel's swarm here, you feel this, this sort of connection and this sort of power. Uh, from from Melifera that sort of suffuses you. So you go ahead and give yourself an additional plus one to hit into damage on top of your normal smite. Awesome. Okay. So that'll be a <sighs> six to hit and a fifteen to damage. Oh, single attack, plus six to hit, plus fifteen to damage. Oh boy. And uh, Hummel Hummel Swarm does not sting you at all. Oh, single attack, and that's a thirty with a twenty-four damage. Okay. So that is going to hit and deal 34 points of damage. Damn, son. Petra hit on a three. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. Oh, that makes me so happy. All right. So after that, that is going to take us to the first of the Ankylosaurs. And it is going to swing at the Serpente's mummy from a flanking position. Fuck yeah. And oh, it yeah. is going to strike for 11 damage. Fuck yeah. All right. Next one is up. And it's going to strike at the Serpentis Mummy in the northeast from a flanking position, and it is going to hit for six points of damage. Damn, I wasn't even expecting them to hit, honestly. I was just expecting them to buy us time. It was great. Chisel, yeah. yeah. So Chisel is going to join Petra in attacking the Serpentis, and he's going to gore attack. Cool. That is 31. All right, that's going to hit, and that is going to deal... uh, just a quick question. Is Chisel smiting this? He can't. He only gets one smite. Okay. In that case, that is going to deal one point of damage. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. So the doctor's up, and the doctor is going to look around and uh, kind of nod as uh, at the situation as it goes. She's kind of thinking, yeah, I think this is the right crew for this. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Alright, so the Serpentis Mummy in the northwest is up, and that creature is going to full attack one of these ankylosaurs. That's a lot of dice noises. Wow, that is a lot of hits, too. Okay, so it is going to be 16 damage on the first hit, 16 damage on the second hit, 15 damage on the third hit, Mm -hmm. 18 damage on the fourth hit, Mm -hmm. 19 damage on the fifth hit, and then the final hit is a perfect critical, 20-20. Explodes. So that is going to do uh, enough to obliterate the target. 
feel like I feel like you deserve to do some spice on those dice. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, put some spice on it. <laughs> so basically, the serpentes is going to whip out these four kopeches and just start blindering the sanclosaur and just slices its head clean off along with both of its front arms. It drops to the ground as the gears clatter apart and it starts to spew, you know, whatever lifeblood it had into the sand as it very quickly shuts off. Let's <laughs> just dragging her hands down her face like, oh, that's going to cost a lot to salvage. All right, so that is that one's turn. That's going to take us to the next Anklosaur, which is going to attack the Serpentes in the northeast, which is basically the one that's across the field from Curla. And it is going to attack, and that is going to hit for 11 points of damage. The nice thing about these Anklosaurs is they have a very high attack bonus. They just only get one attack, so... All right, Curla, you are up. Curla will do a five-foot step to their left, going to hold their hands, palms facing each other, uh, and start pushing them towards each other. Uh, but it, they're going to act as if they're sort of magnetically repelling each other almost, and this ball of blue energy will form between them and get denser and denser and then just expand outwards, covering a 60-foot radius Yummy. as they cast Blessing yes. of Fervor. <laughs> Yay. Cool, cool. Okay. In that case, that will hit the entire party. So everyone is hit with a Blessing of Fervor. Which enables all of you to make a choice on each turn between having your speed increased by 30 feet, uh, standing up as a swift action without provoking an attack of opportunity, uh, making an extra attack as part of a full attack, gaining a plus two bonus on attack rolls and a plus two dodge to AC and reflex, or getting to cast a spell of second level or lower with various things. It's all written down there, but that was for the benefit of the podcast. Wonderful. Excellent. Okay, so Blessing of Fervor is cast. Uh, you have a move action left if you so choose to use it. Uh, Note Curla is gonna just sort of glare a little bit at the Doctor. <laughs> and I mean, I'm be... not sure what you're expecting the Doctor to do. She's very much a non-combatant. Well, no. And I... she hired us. No, <laughs> Curla wasn't expecting them to do anything. They're just sort of like, oh, academics. <laughs> <laughs> Save me from fucking academics. What the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> I only do religious studies, so. Hmm. Alright, so Vera's up? Yep, Vera is up. Alright, so I'm gonna take the double plus twos from the, the fervor. Sorry, before we do eight, anything eight else. Damage. Uh, yes. Yes. What does that mean? I, get, I take eight damage from yep, the acid. From the acid, okay. okay. Just making sure I had that written down correctly. Okay, cool. Alright, so Vera's going to lunge at the Serpentes that Betravian is in conflict with. She just kind of slides through the sand and is going to let a vital strike straight into this thing's uh, like stomach region. Okay. Or attempt to. Excellent. Alright. Uh, go ahead and make a vital strike attempt here. Alright, that's going to be a 24 with a plus 2. And it's going to be 22 damage. Alright. Sadly, a 24 does not hit. Do I get any bonuses from being in the Hummel Swarm? Bonus was for uh, just for Petravian. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right, it's, that's my turn. It's because Hummel and Petravian like each other. Gotcha. It's the power of love. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's the bones of. Wait, no, that's something else. Nope, that's a different thing. All right. So that. All right. Echolosaurus is up. It is going to attack a Serpentes up at the across the field here on the inside. And that is going to strike for five points of damage. Oh. Trying. I mean, they're working their way through them. No. All right, Hummel. Done effect, not 
can they, these guys not be stunned by them? No. They're okay. immune to stun. I thought something like that. Alrighty, Hummel's up. Gonna start, continue stinging this thing. It's gonna be 11 damage. Cool, cool. That is gonna get through and hit for one. Right. Did you get distraction at all? Yes. So let's see, what's the, what's, how's the distraction mechanics work I, here? I believe it's uh, DC 20. <laughs> Nauseate. Oh, okay. They're actually immune to that. They're undead. Okay. They can't, they can't get sick to their stomach. So that is going to take us to the next Ankylosaur, and the, well, the last one in the initiative order. It's going to go ahead and attack at the Sprintus Mummy here, opposite side from Curla, and that is going to hit for nine points of damage. Have to roll on that one. All right, that pushes us over to round three. Beginning of round three. All right. The mummy that is by Petra and Vera and inside the Hummel Swarm is going to full attack Petra mm-hmm. with these four Kopeshes. All right. That is going to be... Let's see here. Okay, Petra, your AC is... 25. 25. Okay, so that is a hit, a crit, a miss, a miss, a hit, and a hit. Oof, that's rough. All right, so let's roll some damages here. That is going to be... 19 damage on the first hit. Mm-hmm. Second shot is a critical. And a card for that one. That is going to be... That's not applicable. Let's see. Yikes. Okay. Uh, it is a gut slash. Uh, you take a d4 bleed damage. Mm-hmm. And you lose the ability to uh, swallow whole if you have the swallow whole attack. <laughs> So basically, it's there's oddly specific. Yeah. So basically, a hole is opened to your stomach. Woof. Yeah. So that's Nasty. not good. Uh, that's damage-wise. That is going to be thirty-one points of damage. Mm-hmm. With a bleed effect on you. So let me see if I can add that on as a buff. Bleed. There we go. Okay. Okay. And then beyond that, we've got the next shot misses, the next shot misses, the next shot hits for 20, and the last shot hits for 19. Okay, Petravian, you have 47 hit points left. Oh, Ooh. thank goodness. That was rough. Right. Next Serpente's mummy is up. It's going to full attack at one of its ankylosaurs near it. It is going to chop through it at a rate of 18 hit, or 18 damage, rather. 15 damage, 14 damage, 11 damage... 17 damage, and 15 damage, which is not enough to kill the Ankylosaur. Well, dang. Nice. Look at that. Hey. They're sturdy boys. They're sturdy boys, yeah. So not only does, uh, are they able to hit and deal damage, but they're also able to uh, survive a full round of, of swings from these things. So they're excellent distractions. Yes. All right. Riz. All right. For one thing, I'm going to take that plus two bonus attack roll in the plus two dodge and they're gonna run past the first defeated pillar and go a little close to the middle box and they're gonna take their runic guide and push their force damage to one of the serpentes that's getting attacked by the ankylosauruses the one that's directly straight in front of them Mm -hmm. and i'll use precise shot with that do you do you have point blank shot i'm sorry oh okay i keep getting those two mixed up all the time Gotcha, I'll use gotcha. point blank shot. <laughs> okay, so you are going to take a minus four penalty for shooting in a melee. Okay, that's in the attack roll, right? Yeah, so when you promote the attack roll, just put a minus four bonus in there. But then plus two on attack rolls, so it'd just be minus two. Correct. Thank you. That's a 20 to hit. That is not going to be enough. 
Alright, I don't think I'm gonna be able to hit these guys. Fuck a duck. Alright. Alrighty, that's gonna take us back to Levette. Why don't I give my Ankylosaurus... I'm gonna cast Haste and just target them, because I don't really care if they get tired afterwards. So I pull out what I've had... Well, I've got a different outfit now. I don't know if it'll even work, but... Since the beginning of the campaign, I've had a pocket watch. I'm gonna pull that out, and I just kinda turn the hands on the watch and press the button three times, and then all of a sudden the, the Ankylosaurus start moving much faster. Okay, so all of your Ankylosaurus are now hasted. So they'll get a second attack now. Oh. All the alive ones. All the alive ones, yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. enough. Yeah. Alrighty. And move action. I am going to continue standing guard next to Dr. Sad, so I'll stay where I'm at. Excellent. Alrighty. That's going to take us to Petra. Hey! So... Petra, you are still smiting that Serpentase mummy. And I can do a full attack. That's e. correct. So, we'll do a full attack. Mm-hmm. Plus five, you said? And then uh, plus 15. Plus, plus six to hit. Mm-hmm. And plus 15 to damage. Plus 15. And... Since you're standing in Hummel, you're going to get a plus one. And... To attacks and, and damage. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm and trying to think, get do I want the... to take the plus two for the attack? Or take the extra attack? I'll take the extra attack after a full attack. So, here we go. Uh, that is a 45, a 31, and a 25. Okay. And then you also have... One more to roll as well. You got it. And simple attack. And another 45. Okay. So you've just done a frightening amount of damage to this thing. So that is uh, 29 damage, 26 damage, and 28 damage. Basically, that is going to do 25 there, 26, and 28. So you have reduced the Serpentine's Mummy to negative 26 hit points and killed it. Yes! Awesome. Would you like to give some spice on those guys? Yes! So feeling the presence of Hummel as uh, the swarm flies and crawls all over Petra, he connects one, two, whiffs that third one, and on the final hit, slams straight down onto the top of the Serpentase's head, rendering it inside its chest cavity. Wonderful. All right. It breaks down into dust and is destroyed. Okay. You also notice that the gold nimbus on the central platform glows brighter. That takes us to the next Ankylosaurus, and it is now hasted, so it's going to make two attacks now. So those are both going to hit and deal 11 points of damage in total. Cool. Next Ankylosaur, full attacks. That is going to deal two points of damage. Oof. All right. So the Ankylosaurs over there are now swinging twice as fast. Mm-hmm. Chisel, you're up. Chisel will charge the northwestern serpentes that the two ankylosaurs are currently attacking. Yup. Oh, not fa- not far enough. And I actually wanted it to be here. Oh, that's. Oh, okay. I mean, that is. You have an attack oh. range. Oh, that's right. Shoot. Okay. And he will gore for a uh, twenty-seven. A twenty-seven will hit and deal six points of damage. Woo! Woo! All right. Get her Dr. done. Dr. Ada is up, and she's going to see this going, and she's going to look over at Levette and say, it's a very interesting trick. I, I'd like to assume it's a little more than a trick, but thank you. That is her turn. The Serpentes mummy in the northwest is going to go, and it's going to full attack at another one of these Ankylosaurs, and it is going to do some damage here. 14, 14, 
18 and 14. Alright, Ankylosaur is up. It's going to swing back at the one in the northeast, one across from Riz, and it's going to deal 9 points of damage. Cool, that takes us to Curla. Right, screw it. I can't see how screwed up Petravian is because you've got Hummel Swarm in front of you. In front I of have bar, probably so... an eighth, okay. Ooh. fifth left. So you could use some healing or mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. good to go? No, no, no. You can no, just I hang definitely... out like that if you'd like. No, no, uh, I, I would very much appreciate some healing. I thought you might. All right. I mean, if it's not too much trouble. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it is what I'm here for. Curla is going to see Petravian looking pretty damn rough. So Curla is going to rush over, and I believe Blessing of Fervor should apply to Curla, so they should be able to move over to Petravian in just one move. And once Curla is within, is next to Petravian, they are going to, as they did with Riz, hold out their hands uh, and hold them just above Petra and kind of, you know, give them the look as if to say, Royce, I need your consent here, but can you get on with it? That's what the look says. They don't actually say that out loud. Hit me. Royce. <laughs> just slap him. <laughs> Curla will in fact take this literally and just very lightly smack Petra on the chest. <laughs> Not the face, just kind of drum the hands as this energy flows from their hands into Petravian. And they cast... You are pretty messed up. So they are going to cast... Ooh, nice. And they're going to look like it is actually hurting them to channel this much uh, this much power. But nevertheless, they're going to cast heal and heal you All for right. 46. Or No, I beg your pardon. No, 140. That. They're going to cast heal and they will heal you for 140, which may have been overkill. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Petra, you are healed to maximum. That's got you looking a little bit better there. You gotta look good for your friend there, and Curla's gonna sort of wink towards Hummel. The giant swarm that is Hummel winks back at you. <laughs> Petra will adjust his armor and, like, give that neck crack and hold out for a fist bump. Curla will give the fist bump. Right, get busy then. Righto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, Vera, you're up. Alrighty. Let's have a little look-sees here. How do I take off the acid again? Is it a full round? It is a full round to remove the acid, or otherwise you'll take like seven or eight damage. Okay. You still have 87 hit points, though. So it's true, true. I think Vera's going to walk up about, about 20 feet, uh, going towards the Serpentes that Chisel's fighting, and is going to take out the long spear that's on her apiary. Mm -hmm. and can I huck it at this guy? Hell yeah, you can. Nice. Alrighty. It is. I'm going to continue taking the plus two. Alright, single attack. The 26. That has to hit. So I have a question for you. <gasps> oh, oh, shit! shit! We should like to yeah. put some spice on this dice. Yeah! <laughs> so, Vera, like, runs past uh, Petra and goes into that, like, Olympic throwing stance and just... Less loose, it goes straight through the antler, just hitting this uh, Serpentes in the neck and just having it fall to the ground. Beautiful. Hell yeah. yeah. Let the uprights. Chisel will sw swivel his head around and go and snort at you. <laughs> snort at them, and I pointed the last remaining Serpentes. <sighs> All right, Hummel's up. All right, Hummel. Let's see, can Hummel make it? Hummel's going to try to make it to the 
Actually, I can't make without damaging the Inklosaurus. Oh, do robots get affected by Hummel? Yes. They're technically summons, so... Oh, gotcha. I didn't know if that spice rework changed stuff. Yeah, so in that case, Hummel's going to just go kind of near Riz by the Ankylosaurus. Okay. And it's going to just wait a turn in order to try to encompass this thing. So one of the Ankylosaurus swings and hits for four points of damage against the final Serpentes mummy. There are, at this point, still five Ankylosaurus up, and they're all pretty much identical. And they're all fast. So this specific one was the one to the northwest of the Serpentes mummy. Their necrotic flesh just it seems mostly impervious to damage. So even though these these enormous swings of its club-like tail come down on it and batter it with force that you would imagine would like break stone, but on these things it just leaves little like scratches and bruises here and there. So <laughs> honestly, that's a very funny. Just bam, 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 bam. Yeah, and the that's ground around it looks like shit instead, though. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're leaving potholes and and pock marks all over the terrain here. Which Terrible is for driving. Yeah, where they're, they're <laughs> with these enormous hammer blows from their tails, but they just don't hit these serpentes mummies very hard. They they seem kind of noodly. It's kind of cute. Kind of noodly. Kind of noodly. I kind of imagine Syad is seeing all the damage happening to the ground and they're sort of freaking out. I was out. conveniently like, oh, ignoring that. I was like, I, I mean, don't want to be the one to mention she, that. She's actually more interested in examining the, examining the Serpentes corpses after the fight. That's fair. All right. So the last Serpentes mummy is going to swing at these Ankylosaurs and that is going to be a hit, a hit, a hit, a hit, a hit, and a hit. Okay, so we're just going to go through this until they die. So the first one drops here. Okay, so this Storm of Kopesh attacks, sweeps through, and the very first one is going to slice something vital in this first Ankylosaur here, and it is going to just drop. The rest of its attacks go toward the next target in sequence. So that is 19 damage, 15 damage, 16 damage, 20 damage, and 22 damage. It still stands after that blaze of attacks, though, Damn. with three hit points left. Damn. Perfect. All right, Riz, you're up. All right. Let's see. I'm still 30 feet away, so I'm actually going to take that full attack thing, but I think I'm still I'm still going to add the plus two because I don't think I have as much chance to hit as others. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do a full attack with the plus twos. Okay. From Curla's aid. That sounds good. Uh, I also forgot to mention, but as after the third Serpentis mummy died, mm-hmm. that gold nimbus again grew in power and intensity. Where is it, the gold nimbus? Uh, over that central platform, and it's much larger huh. than the other four. Like the nimbus is much larger than the four nimbuses that were above the uh, the, other, the smaller platforms where the Serpentis mummies were summoned. So each one died, and it grew bigger and bigger. Yes, and it has been growing bigger and bigger, yes. That's concerning. Can Isn't I shoot it, the though? Nimbus? Yes. Is this a bad idea? I don't know. Alright, I'm, I'm just gonna take a, a step back first. <laughs> just just a little intimacy step back first. Closer to the Hummel Swarm. And I'll just see what happens when I shoot this into the Nimbus. That's a 37 and a 25 to hit. Dang it, one of those would have hit him. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, you fire the runic guide 
and it passes harmlessly through the uh, cloud I of did gold. It. Yeah. Yeah. The game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just won. wanted to see if like I could destroy it, maybe, and whatever's happening wouldn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so scared. I think we're. That's the door opening mechanism. That's my guess. Oh. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. But the door's right next to you. Yes. I think this is like yeah, a Yeah, but we have to show that we're worthy, like that. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe not a worthy thing, but like they could be magically like sealing the tomb, and once they're dead, then the magic breaking like that. It's like a, you must be this tall <laughs> in the door. <laughs> oh, sorry, Levite, you can't come in. Oh! <laughs> He's about the casual racism now, Ben. <laughs> oh, can he do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not my character, though. And Vera will do it all the time. You piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not racist, but only towards but, everyone else. But. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Vera. You're really aiding the conversation. <laughs> I don't really want to burn a spell slot for a fight that seems pretty well. So I think I'm just going to shoot him. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Pussed out le petit mal. Correct one. Well, I just use and, uh, oh, right, I have full attacks now. I forgot that's a thing that I can do. Oh, yeah, that will make it. Okay, uh, then that will be a full attack. Oh, uh, that was a, a double, double crit. 20. Oh, ho, ho. Nice. whoa! Whoa! Hey. Good. Hey. All right, so the little death strikes, <laughs> and I have a question for Levette. <gasps> oh, dang. <gasps> Would you like to put some spice on your dice? Hey. So, totally not trying to impress Dr. Syed or anything. It's going to, (laughs) like, kind of size up a stance and look down the scope of a crossbow and, like, try to get a shot right in this thing's eye. Hell yeah. Beautiful. Alright. So, you you said you're taking a shot at its eye? Yeah. Okay. Did you want to describe the hit or, or not? Oh, well, sure. Yeah, so I, I shoot right for its eye. Well, is it so there's a killing blow then? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, yeah. you asked. I know. Sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes you ask for that with crits. With, and I figured with a double crit, <laughs> might be deserving either way. Yeah, so it shoots it right in the eye and then, like, its head lurches back. And then when it, like, goes to lean back forward, the head doesn't go with it and it just rolls down its spine. Nice. Lovely. <laughs> All right. So that. Will knock out the final Serpente's mummy. And at that, this nimbus of light around the center uh, platform will grow in intensity again, grow in size again, and it is going to call into being something else. Well, I tried to stop it, guys. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Shit. Well, we're bone. I was right about the giant, well, not the giant part, but the skeleton snake. (laughs) So what happens is out of... Out of the air, this golden nimbus will shimmer one last time, and in its place is a colossal snake. It is partially embalmed and, and wrapped in certain places. Its head has been reduced to just a skull. Its eyes are just these spheres of whiteness. And you can see in many parts of its body, you can see all the way through it, where its ribs are just holding like just little thin pieces of flesh across the ribs in some places. Uh, in other places, it looks well-preserved. So, it's a strange mummified snake, and it is huge. Oh, it has initiative right now! <laughs> yeah, I think that's why it appeared. Actually, that was just where it rolled, so it lucked out. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> cool. Okay, so this enormous, colossal, mummified snake has just come into being on this platform. And it is immediately going to whip around and attack... Well, let me roll randomly to see who it goes after. Because it has targets aplenty. Yeah, it's big. It's big. Petra. Oh, fuck me! <laughs> I mean... You're, you're like, other than Chisel the tankiest, so... Yeah, but I had a yeah, thing right? I wanted to try. Damn it. God damn it. If you don't survive this, then then we're fucked. So, you know, yeah. I better Yeah, better but I have a suspicion it, of what it's about to do, so... Okay, so it has a couple of things that it can do. Okay, cool. So what it's going to do is it lunges forward and it's going to bite Petravian and lift him up off the ground. Uh, let me go ahead and roll a combat maneuver to make sure that that works. Oh yeah, that's going to work. So... It lunges, it strikes forward, and it's going to bite down onto Petravian and just lift him up off the ground cleanly. The bite itself is going to hit Petravian and deal 29 points of damage. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to start wrapping Petravian in its coils. And that is its first turn. Petravian, you are... <laughs> You are up next. You are mm -hmm. currently being grappled and constricted by this giant mummified snake. What would you like to do? I kind of want to use life's charge on this thing and yeah. and and bust out and see if it I would assume it works since it's mummified and undead. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I'm going to expend life's charge on it. Okay, I'm going to need you to make a grapple check to do that. That's a grapple uh, check. Uh, the comment maneuver. Oh, CMB. okay, okay. That's a I CMB. I don't know these fancy other terms. Yeah, it's a <laughs> CMB. That oh! one for twenty-two Not or twenty-three, nice. rather twenty-three. Wow. Huh. All right. Well, that's gonna fail. Yeah. Yeah, that is gonna fail. Yeah. Right. So that is Petravian's turn. Ankylosaurus's. Oh, so that's a twenty-one. I think you said twenty-three. I said twenty-three because of the plus two. I didn't give myself a plus two. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So this first Ankylosaurus is going to move up to where it can attack this mummified snake, and it's going to swing in this hammer tail and try to hit it, uh, and it is going to strike. I sure hope so. There's a lot to hit. Mm -hmm. There is a lot to hit. All right, and it's going to deal 12 points of damage. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you are. Cool, cool. cool. All right, that's going to take us to Chisel. Chisel is going to full attack. Because he saw his buddy get pulled in. And he's flanking. So what's that uh, What's that bonus? Plus two. Plus two. And full attack. That is an 18 and a 27. All right. 18 misses, 27 hits, mm -hmm. and is soaked. And get the gore. Single attack, 21. So that does not hit. And another. one misses. And another gore. 31. All right. You strike for three points of damage. Oof, damn that DR. All right. So, Chisel attempts to attack with the hooves and the, and the antlers, manages to get a little bit of hit in, and Not sort much. of tears away some of the skin and scales uh, uh, between some of the ribs, but mm. basically does essentially nothing real to this yeah. creature. 
All right. <sighs> Does some superficial damage, and that's going to take us over to Dr. I- uh, Ada. And Doctor, uh, the doctor's going to look at this thing, like, saucer eyes right now, just, like, gasping about this. Like, th- this is some crazy shit, right? They must have just made her day like a fucking hurricane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's she's having a reaction to this. All right. Ankylosaur. So the one that is flanking with Chisel is up. It is going to full attack. And that is going to miss. And that is also going to miss. Okay. Curla. Question, so Birdie. You, yes. Does this giant snake creature have a skeleton? It does. Okay. Well... Curler is going to look like this one really hurts them more than it might hurt the snake. But they are going to waggle their fingers in front of them, and red, really dark, disgusting red energy will start emanating from their hands and twisting around them, around them in a vortex that just shoots out at this snake with a sickening sound of bones shattering as they cast Bone Shatter. Lovely. Hmm. Ooh. Fun spell, Bone Shatter. Alright, so the target's bones or exoskeleton splinter dealing damage. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It also exhausts it for a minute. No, it is going to be immune to the exhaustion effect, but other than that, it is a significant amount of damage. So let's see, that is a DC 20 fortitude save that it has actually failed. Woo! I did not expect that. Yeah! Okay. Nice. Alright, well, in that case, uh, roll 14d6. Wow. Thank you. Hmm. Hmm. There we go. I'll take it. Beautiful. All right. You. Woo! All right. So you fire the spell, and you hear, like, like when you were casting it, you heard like bones cracking <laughs> from like sounds in the air. But when it strikes this creature, you see a bunch of its ribs crumple and fold in on themselves, <gasps> giving it like a weird lumpy appearance in some places now. It's lumpy. Uh. It. It doesn't have any reaction to this, though. Like, it doesn't squeal out in pain. It, you're pretty sure it doesn't feel pain. But it definitely has taken a lot of structural damage from that attack. Well, you All know. Right. Good enough? It's good enough. <laughs> Vera, you're up. All right, Vera sees Petra get caught up in this thing. So she's going to jump forward and try slashing at where he is. I'm just going to start laying into him with a full attack. Him being the... Snake, not Petra. But you thought about it for a second, <laughs> you didn't you? For a second. Have a second. Have a second. Like, He's my brother. It's okay. All right. But maybe. And it is going to be the plus two, plus two from Fervor. Okay. Attack. And then I also get a sting, right? Yes. Yeah, you're you're in boon form, so you get a sting. Cool, cool. Question. Were you counting flanking bonuses? Am I flanking? You are flanking. So oh, no. in that case, that is going to be a hit, a hit, and a hit. Yeah, so it's going to be 28, a 24, and a 25. Alrighty. So that is going to strike for ooh, acid damage on there, too. Nice. Okay. So it is going to take 17 points of damage, all total, from that barrage of slashes. Okay. Okay. And that'll be my turn. Alrighty. Nice job, Vera. Very nice. Ankle sore, swing and swing. And that's a double miss. Alright, so a couple of hammer blows hit the ground around this thing, but just don't manage to hit it. Yeah, we can't all be winners, Anklos. Alright, Hummel. Alright, Hummel's gonna go right on top of Petravian. You got it. 
Travian, you feel strangely energized. And I'd like to also imbue some stings onto this motherfucker. You got it. Once again, snake. <laughs> Not Petravian, we That's swear. That's ten. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, that's going to take us on to the Ankylosaur at the end of the turn order here. And it is going to full attack against this giant snake. And it actually rolls like a fucking champion. Okay, Woo. so this Ankylosaur is going to do a double attack here. So it swings its tail across one way, and then it swings it back across, and it strikes both times. Nice. So this heavy, heavy bone club tail strikes and is going to all told do 14 points of damage. Ooh. Nice. All right. Riz. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Ball Lightning, so I'm just going to hit that first since I'm there right away. You got it. And then I'm going to be adding Spice. Okay. So I'm going to add two Aethas to put the DC up to 23. Mm Mm-hmm. And two Vaz, I believe, to add an extra ball. So yep. That way I have five. Okay. All right. And that's so three that... in total. I'm running out of these fast lately. <laughs> All right. So five balls of electricity on the snake without hitting my dear, dear friends. Okay. <laughs> I don't exactly know the makeup of this square, so I'm hoping not all of them. Like, they'll fit in there enough. Yeah. There we go. 175, by the way. That's that's the number. That's the pixel count on this one that I needed. Okay, so uh, five electricity balls are summoned into existence. Where would you like them to end up? Not on my friends, but definitely on the snake. You got it. <laughs> Woo! There's plenty of space for that. I can't so, see them. He's on the top fine. of them. Okay. They're, they're there. Okay. As long as they don't okay. hurt my friends. <laughs> they won't. So that is five DC... 23s? Yes. Right? Okay. Fingers crossed, guys. Okay, so uh, he rolled like an absolute piece of shit. <sighs> okay, how many? So he he rolled um, uh, all of them. All of them. All of them are fails or passes? All of them are fails. He <gasps> rolled, like I said, he rolled like a piece of shit. Yes! His, okay. his best roll was uh, not great. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So yeah. So, five times three, 15? 15 D6? Yes. Nice. Nice. Okay. Here we go. Boom. 49. All right. You deal 49 damage. Uh, So these balls of electricity scatter their way through this thing, and they just keep ramming into it or passing through it. Uh And you can see, like, lightning discharging throughout the creature's body. Uh, as the the electricity is like scorching through its flesh and burning it off and setting little fires here and there across its body. Cool. I'm going to take a five foot step back away from the scary snake man. (laughs) (laughs) Just just get the fuck out of there. (laughs) Alright. Levette, you're up. So, quick question. If I were to start casting the summon idol on Archie again, he can't be out at the same time as the ankylosauruses. Would they unsummon when I started to cast it? When he, or when he came out, or would I have to manually? They would unsummon. I would say they would unsummon the moment Archie came into being. Okay, then I'm going to start casting Summon Idolon. All right. See if I need Archie will appear on your turn next round. 
and that'll be my turn. I made nice. a full so round. Cool. That's it. All right, that takes us back to the giant mummified snake. Smelling a little crispy. <laughs> a little crispy now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First thing he's gonna do is he gets a constrict damage versus Travian. Yep. So Petra, you are struck for thirty-one points of damage from <laughs> the okay. constriction. Okay. And the next thing he's going to do is he is going to make a bite attack against Vera. Alrighty. Okay. And he rolls like absolute shit. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Roll like shit, motherfucker! He rolled a three, guys! Yeah! (laughs) Damn. Yeah! Fuck you, Snake! Fuck you, Snake! Okay. So does it just like miss? Like it goes like around or... Yeah. So what he do is he like he's currently constricting... Petravian right now, like this giant snake is, uh, it turns to you, uh, to Vera, and it goes to strike at you, uh, but all of the rib damage that it suffered from the bone shatter spell, and also the electrical balls that have gone through it and ripped it <laughs> apart, have kind of basically have caused its balance to be a bit off. So instead of striking you, it's going to bite the ground like right near you, and take some sand with it, and then like return to a to its normal attack stance. So it just really quickly like comes in and just goes chomp like right next to you, and then is back up in the I, air. I can so. just imagine with that lunge, like the ribs shifting as like <laughs> yeah, yeah, more and more, yeah, more and more ribs are snapping as it's moving. <laughs> nice. All right. So that is its turn, and that's going to take us to Petra. Petra's gonna once again try a combat maneuver, and since I Cold can't, luck. I know. Since I can't add that plus two, just call it out. Let's see what happens. That is a twenty-six. Nope. <sighs> nope. It's CMD is dumb. Sorry, twenty. All twenty-eight. Right. <laughs> Sorry, twenty-eight. Yeah, still not. Is that dumb? It's it's real. It's dumb. like dummy thick dumb. Yeah, it's like dummy thick dumb. Ooh. <sighs> You ain't getting out there unless you get, like, a fucking nat 20, you, bro. You you could have done ten more than that and still not done it. <gasps> in fact, in this situation, it's, it's more of a dummy thick dom. Jesus. It's true. Okay. It's true. Do a nat right, 20. So, <laughs> yeah, do a nat 20. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Let me just pull that out. So, I mean, the ankless sword to the northwest of this creature is going to double attack. Boom, boom. And miss, miss. So, another couple of swings that bite just the air. Sadly. Chisel, you have initiative, and you're flanking. <sighs> Let's go, boy. Get that plus two. Plus two. Plus attack. And that's a Ooh. 19, a nat 20, and let me get the gore. That's a single attack. Confirmed. Yeah. 23, and another gore. Okay. Oh, I forgot to add the plus two on that. And a 32. Okay. So, uh, one of your hooves crits. And one of your gores hits. Nice. Chisel rears up and gets a really good hoof shot in and deals nine points of damage with that. Nice. Yay. And then we'll follow that up with a good gore that hits for an additional five. So, takes a little bit more flesh, breaks another rib. You know, the fun shit. So Chisel yeah. can only smite when Petravian's smiting, I'm guessing? No, no, I can only Chisel oh, has once. Chisel gets his own smite. Oh, but just it's once. once per day. Yeah. Yep. Oh. And blew it on like the weakest and most damaged of the mummies. Gotcha. I mean, right, up, right at the beginning I of the mean, fight. I mean, 
An enormous mummified <laughs> snake. Yeah, that's something I would think up. Yeah, we're in the temple of a giant snake that ate other gods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I feel like you just did yourself in on that one. All right. So Doctor Sayad is going to do nothing but continue staring at this thing in disbelief. All right. Ankylosaurus is up <laughs> and it is going to double attack. This one has flank. And one of its attacks is going to hit, so it comes in with a hammer blow, and it's going to deal eight points of damage. So what happens is this ankylosaur turns, kind of lines up the shot like a croquet mallet, kind of like wiggles its ass for a second, (laughs) and swings in as hard as it can. It strikes, instead of a rib, it actually strikes on the back of the creature and hits its spine right like on the middle point of its body so it basically snaps its spine fully in half the creature rears back on the only part of its body it you know is still flopping around and it starts to just have a cascade prop like a cascade failure of its body where the head falls backwards off of its body and then the ribs just start falling behind it like dominoes there is a cloud of dust and skin going up in the air uh, as it's falling apart uh-huh. and uh, rising up out of it is Petravian. Oh, shit. <coughs> I love my boobs. Oh. He's alive! <laughs> good job. Is that enough action for you, brother? I think I'm good for the day. <coughs> I, I'd like to... Are we done with combat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you might want to get that acid off of you, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. I don't know... What I have for acid damage, I would I would offer to fix it, but I... What do you mean? It's just damage. Yeah, I mean, it just comes off in a turn, so yeah, a minute. Which I, which I right? did. Oh, sorry. I will... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, so Vera activates uh, the Eye of the Protector to detect magic. Okay. And I'd like to run it across all these bodies that are hanging about. Yeah. So it appears that the magic that was animating them is gone now. They appear to just be regular embalmed corpses. They're in various states of destruction. No magical items anywhere within them? No. Okay. After the giant snake is destroyed, you can hear a mechanism to the south. You can hear some sort of mechanical thing change. You guys are right! Petravian will, who is still... Inside the swarm of Hummel, will re- reach out his hand, palm side up, to see if Hummel will land on his hand. Yeah, so this entire swarm will be engulfing you, mm-hmm. and it will extend into your hand and slowly just get smaller and smaller until it just goes to your arm and then just your hand, and there's just a single bee on your palm. Aww. Petravian will bring it close to his face and say, Aww. Does the unknown dance. Vera <laughs> uh, is going to walk into the back of the group of Serpentes and it's going to just kind of stomp on the ribcage of the one she fell and just tear the spear out of its neck and mm-hmm. put it back in place. Nice. I'm going to give each of my Robo Anglosaurs a pat pat on their nose before it's time for them to get <laughs> They look to Levette. Goodbye, mother. And then they just collapse. <laughs> no, you'll be taken to a nice farm. 
Well, Doctor, I think we'll be much worth our weight in gold after this. That and the energy that Vera is looking for, that too. <laughs> How was that? Yes, I think that you've, you've you definitely did better than I expected. I mean, that was... Like wow, food, did you I... see the size of that thing? A little bit hard yes. to mess, yeah. Huh. Keenly. Well, it is interesting. Well, I certainly hope that there's nothing... That bad on the way out, <laughs> further in. Why would you say that? I'm sure things will be fine from here out, right? Oh my goodness, you are literally cursing us, I swear. Why? Stop that. So, the door to the south is now open. Oh, and uh, Dr. Sayad is going to step in front of it and look down. Uh, well, I think that we're free to explore this place. And she uh-huh. reaches into her cloak and she will pull out an ever-burning torch. Best for one of us to lead. Vera? What? Uh, I just was wondering if you'd and, like to lead. And you see Vera take uh, the staff and, like, smash it into one of the teeth. It's like breaking it off from this giant uh, snake. Mm-hmm. It just looks to you up and down with a shocked expression. What? <laughs> to the second one? Uh, am I able to grab these two giant fangs? They shatter like glass. God damn it. Well, Petravian will lay on hands a couple times. Yeah, fine. Himself. And Vera slings the staff across their shoulder and is just going to walk to the front. Good job, yeah. boss. You're doing great. That's okay. 25, <clears throat> 29 and 35 to heal to Fur Petra. All right, and you're laying, laying a hand on yourself, you said? Yes. All right, so you lay on hands upon yourself and you are now uh, fully healed, it looks like. And Petra will lay on hands on Vera. All right. Thank you. On a pat on the shoulder. Kala is going to cross over to Riz and say, How are you doing? You you need any healing or you're going to be all right to continue? Just wait till we're all looking like shit or something, you know? (laughs) Kala very wisely stays silent. (laughs) Oh. How large is the door, Beardy? The door is 15 feet wide. Perfect. Is it as tall as it is wide? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm gonna take and it's it. essentially a tunnel, or a, a rather steeply sloping passage that goes underground. Does it seem to stay consistently that wide? It does, yes. Alright, I'd like to take the ten minutes just to summon Archibald properly. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. The doctor is waiting impatiently. She's like, She keeps looking down the tunnel and looking back at everyone else. Well, you're free to go She's... down there by yourself if you want. No, you're not. Do not listen to him. Look, it's, it'll be worth it. It's ten minutes. How long this, have you waited? This is this is so incredible. Don't you realize that we'll be the first people to set foot in this place in almost 10,000 years. Well, 10,000 uh, years? It's waited 10,000 years. I can win it's more. I mean, we've been on a... fascinating. We've been on a different planet that I've been inhabited for God knows how. Eh, sure. Yeah, Vera will take out her ever-burning torch as well. Wait, what was that, Petravian? What did you just say? Well, we actually had to pass through the... something about metaphysical needle, the theoretical... We were on a different planet for a little bit to get a ring. Uh... Yeah. Huh. That, uh, that happened. It was a weird way of explaining it happened. Was it Marcus? No, 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 that was Petravian. Was Marcus was already oh, fucking right. dead. Yeah, he was dead. Yeah, picture. I've never been to a planet like that. What did it look like? Dead. The only thing was dead? Bloody creepy. Not dead. Everything was... Let's take it back. It wasn't no, dead. It was, it was definitely dead. 
No, <laughs> there were no corpses. Everything was gone. No, the was world desolate. was dead is what Levette means, yes? Oh, yes, yes. yes. The whole, but I mean, the world, yeah. they, they can die without corpses. True. Riz just looks horrified by this notion. Yeah, but yeah. just disintegrate. <laughs> yeah, but I travel planets. Oh, the, the fact whole... that the planet's the dead. The planet's dead. I don't care the about people. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the no corpses being dead. No, no, <laughs> the fact that the planet's dead freaks Riz out. What, uh, Beardy, was it true that the planet had no color, kind of like in the Deadlands, right? No. Oh, I thought it was no color in the Deadlands, like in the Deadlands. Okay. If I recall, it was either, I believe it was blue in the description by Beardy. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But I made it purple in the cards. Yeah, you made it purple. (laughs) I like that aesthetic. And I'm fine with that. So, we begrudgingly wait for uh, our metal boy to rise again. Mm -hmm. I can technically change the weather while we're out here. Make it cloudy. (laughs) So, that is going to end Blessing of Fervor. And any other short-term buffs are also off. And Curler is still breathing pretty, pretty heavily from that last, uh, that last encounter. Are you doing all right? You don't look hurt. No, I'm fine. I just, uh, I don't particularly like using that one, that that particular spell. And which one's that? Did you notice the the bones shattering? Oh, that one. What does it shatter your bones too? Those very impressive. I mean, like I said, the more powerful, the more it's going to take out of you, right? I don't think that thing felt pain, if that's what you It's not what I'm worried about. Look, don't even... Uh, let's just get Archie and continue on, shall we? How much longer in the We're timer for him? Yep. Process. Alright, so a few more screw turns, a few more turns of a wrench, and as soon as all of the last bolts and things are, are fitted and actively in place, Archie is returned. So when you use the 10-minute full summon, how many HP does he come back with? I believe he comes back with half when I... I don't think that him coming back was with the spell. I feature. Let me check. I was looking for it while you were at I didn't get to it yet. Oh, maybe it's one minute, not 10 minutes. Oh, okay. I think we've been saying 10 minutes for a very long time, but here it says it takes one... Is it because it would take 10 turns? Perhaps. Maybe that's what my brain was doing. But in some of this way, the hit points are unchanged. The last time it was an exception. Each case, it returns with half its normal hit. Okay, so it will cast. Alright. So you heal him for 8 HP? Yeah, he starts with half of his, and then I heal him for 8 more. Alright. <clears throat> so that he comes back with half, which is 61. And you healed him for 8, so he's looking pretty nice now. Wonderful. Well, are we ready? We got something to find here. Lovey. I think one of us should take point. No yes. offense, Doctor. Vera, at point, is going to continue into the... And let's go. the door. Alright, so go ahead and move south, Vera. Alright. And seriously, Doctor, you could at least clear it with one of us before you touch anything in there. First things first, I'd like to make a perception check in here. Yeah. Okay. So let me explain what you see. You walk into this ancient stone room, and... The area is flanked by two channels cut into the floor, each carrying what appears to be blood. It slowly churns and moves northward into slots in the far wall. There are symbols and iconography of snakes on basically every surface in here, and it is deathly quiet. It's also oddly warm in this place. 
There is a door to the west and a door to the east. This fucking statue is in. <laughs> what statue? We walked into the back of the head of that of the snake, that the snake statue. Oh, 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 oh! I see. You're saying the whole, the whole thing. Okay. The whole thing's alive. I'm telling you. Gotcha. All right, all right. I like to make a perception check, just check for traps and stuff. All right, go ahead. All right, that's gonna be a twenty-three. Not very great. All right, you look around and you don't see any traps or anything in the room that looks like it would otherwise be dangerous. I'd personally like to listen into the door on the left, just hear if anything's on the other side, per se. Absolutely, go for it. Ba da da ba ba, thirty-one. It is quiet as a tomb. <laughs> Vera, do you want me to go take point on that? I mean, I can take it. So, okay. Let's walk up. Open up the door. Alright, you open up the door and you see a passage that is five feet wide and... Oh, hold on, sorry. Uh, five feet wide and 40 feet long. There is no lights in this tunnel, so... But I do have good a thing you are. Yeah, let me go ahead and uh, activate that on you. There you go. All right. Well, this looks foreboding. A little bit. It is an empty-looking hallway. <laughs> I also would like to activate uh, detect magic. All right. What, do I see anything in here? It's magical within sixty feet of you. You do not. Okay. Just your ever-burning torch, probably. Yeah. Well, not the hobby. Otherwise, everything's fucking magical. You're so sparkly. Oh, right. look at you. Well, I guess we'll go forward. Uh, I take a step through. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no. Need to check for traps. All right. So, Vera, as you're walking through this hallway, <laughs> one of the stones you step on, <laughs> as soon as you step on it, it, nice. it drops down about a, a quarter of an inch, and you realize that it was a pressure plate. All right. What's going to happen is a series of darts are going to fly out from the wall. I need you to make a reflex save, please. Will do. Same with Petra, actually. Oh, Hacker Jacks. That is a 22. Nice. Vera has to... to... Nice. Okay, both fail. Oh. Ouch. Okay. Okay. We're gonna get real hurt in this place, aren't we? That was... And I rolled a 15. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? It's not even fair anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like keep in mind oh i'm sorry my apologies poison. my apologies so here's okay well in that case here's what happens one i read the wrong dc i was going off the perception dc not the reflex dc so vera you step on that stone it drops a quarter inch a wave of darts fly out and you jumps to the side with just enough time to get past or for them to wish past you and by the time they get to petra Petra also gets past, like, dodges out of the way of them. And they have not quite enough oomph oh. to get to Riz. <laughs> that would have been They just, like, hilarious. drop in front of them. Yeah. They just end up, like, dropping to the ground in front of them. I disabled the trap. They yeah. seem extremely, extremely ancient, these darts do. They sure They're do. made of whittled bone. Ew. Okay. You're welcome. So, Doctor, uh, could you stay here with Ativa until we clear the way ahead? Uh, certainly. Just... Please be careful with any murals or mosaics or, or any texts you might find, okay? Of course, of course. We will keep an eye. What was that? What was that voice? <laughs> he was making a reference to the Last Crusade. Oh. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, so, 
how tall is this hallway? It is seven feet tall. Seven feet tall? Yeah. Alright. Now, kid, can I fly up and levitate off of the ground? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do that. So okay. I'm gonna keep an eye out to see if there's any more traps. You got it. You 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 got it. Oh, you got oh, it. You got it. All right, dude. Uh, go ahead with the perception. perception. Yep. That's a thirty-six. Nice. Sweet. Okay. So as you go down this hallway, it makes a right turn and continues on in darkness. But what you notice is at the end of the next bend there, when it turns to the right again, there's another pressure plate that you can okay. mark for the party. And I will. So this right in front of, right to the right of me? Yeah. Okay. It's the space you're standing in right now, yeah. Okay. All right, watch over here. And can I look at the wall? Is there like a, are there darts, like openings at all that I can see? Yeah, there's little, little tiny holes that are smaller than like your pinky. Little tiny little holes. They're enough to hold essentially these little shards of bone, these long slender bone fragments that are that are coated in some kind of oily poison. All right. So I'll continue down the hallway. And would you like me to make another perception check as I see blood on the <laughs> <Yeah>. floor? <laughs> so ahead of you, you see a trench. It's only about two feet wide. And again, there's this kind of slow, churning blood slowly moving down through it. What a fun hallway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can step over it or just fly over it with no problem. Yeah. There is a door directly beyond it. All right. I'll, uh, I put my head over to it, and I'd like to listen at the door. Perception, please. That's a 22. You can hear liquid. Doesn't sound like anything dangerous, Okay. So, I'm going to open up the door. All right. <laughs> Boom. Oh, thank goodness. Right. Ahead of you is a pool of blood. It appears that this is some sort of anointing chamber of some kind, where someone would go and purify themselves in this liquid. Hey, hey Vera, don't throw anything in it this time, okay? Thanks. Mm. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Or is it just mumbling in the back? Yeah, so I have my eye active still. And do I see any... The blood itself is magical. blood itself is magical. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. I'd like to check as well. Okay. It's like enchantment auras are on it. Like lot, There's lots of minor magic in it. It's fortified in a lot of ways. Careful of the blood. It's not normal. Should we throw a in it? Listen, I won't stop you. Okay. Riz takes a small seed and pops it in just to see what happens. There's no response. Well, that was it. Wasted the seed. Gosh, done. Can oh, we... Right. How, how shallow is this? Do you want to step in it? No, I just don't know how we're going to get to the door. Do you want to put a runic guide in there? No. Do you want to put a in it? Okay, hold on a second. Put... Look, look. <laughs> That was a gift from a, a god. Even if it was an elder being primal god, like, it's a, still a gift from a god, and I'm not, you know? So I hover over this blood, and I go to the door that's beyond it, and I once again put my head to it, and i like to see if I can hear anything. You got it. That's a 33. Nice. 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 Good roll. And you hear nothing on the other side. It is quiet as a tomb. Right. Actually worried about crossing this blood, Riz? 
I can burn a spell to give us safe passage. I mean, I, I was just asking how deep it was, if it mm-hmm. was just an easy jump to the door or not. Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to do, a little, hop, little doodle hop. Well, I mean, I, I'm not sure if I understand your question. Uh, the depth of the pool wouldn't make the jump any harder. How wide do you mean the gap is? Is that what you're asking? Well, I was just wondering the depth in general, because I was like, if I'm just like the bottom of my feet are going to get touched, like whatever, it's just my boots. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can step over that gap easily. I can? Like, okay. Yeah, it's only two feet wide. Okay, that's all I wanted to check, because it yeah, just looks oddly slim. <laughs> well, it looks like, and I enter this room. Could you describe mm-hmm. this room? Yeah, so Vera, you pop that door open. And what you see looks to be some kind of archive. There are boxes, or, or coffers rather, of ancient looking parchments. Some of them are in a state of disrepair or destruction just over ancient, just, just because of the vast amount of time that's gone. But a great majority of them are still rolled up in little rolls. And uh, they look like they're still uh, intact. Very, very old though. Well. It looks like there's a bunch of garbage in here, but the bookkeeper will probably enjoy it. You really shouldn't just in- insult other people's interests, Vera. Look at it. Oh, I show this, like, withered... Just because it is garbage to you does not mean it is garbage you... to other people. Do you touch any of them? I do not touch them. Okay. Does someone want to get her, the doctor? Yeah, I'm going to message... Uh, I'm going to... I have a telepathic link with Archie. I'm just going to... or I, I'm going to speak on my receiver... Uh, can you let the doctor know we found some scrolls? Warn her about traps. I'm going to fly over and be on top of this trap that has oh. not been activated yet. I wasn't expecting her to just what we found him. Right? Oh, I I thought that you were summoning her. No, I was just letting her know that what we found. I was gonna make sure it's safe first. Oh. Okay. I mean, she can do whatever she's so inclined to. All right. I would also like to detect magic on these scrolls. They do not appear to be magical. They're just very, very old. So, so she's not coming? She's not coming because that wasn't what Lovett was actually doing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I just told Archie to tell her that they're over here. Whatever he says I mean, is what she I, 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 Okay. Okay, I go over here because I don't want her to be like, oh, okay, that means go over. Yeah, so that, <laughs> that to me sounds like you're summoning her, so okay. I'm not sure what your well, intention is if not to summon her. Okay, well then let's go ahead. Okay. So anyway, she uh, heads down the hallway. And I'll stop her they, over over this part. Okay. She carefully steps over it, thanks to your guidance, and goes <laughs> to the next room. Came out and just like, ah! <laughs> and she's dead. Oh, well, more for us. All right. And she steps into the room and looks around, kind of takes a big deep breath, and very carefully leans down and starts to work on some of these rolls. I was still checking for traps. Be careful. Speaking of oh. which, I'd like to do that. Okay. I got a 25. You detect no traps in this room. Can I detect magic on these scrolls and make sure none of them are, like, cursed? Yeah. Yeah. Levet already did that. There's no magic on them. I'm sorry. I was just looking for curses. I've never watched The Mummy, but I'm getting, like, The Mummy vibes as far as I know about that movie. <laughs> I do, but we, we check for traps and they're not magical. If there's anything else, I don't even know what to look for. Alright, cool. Alright, we can either so, go down or we can go up. I assume the down one, uh... 
the the one in the south of the room leads to the entrance on the other side. Yes, that would make sense. Do I hear anything on the other side? You do not. Okay. I'd like to open up the door just to check and see, make sure there's nothing that's gonna hurt. Okay. So I just see a hallway, just like the other one before. Yep. You see a hallway. I'm gonna listen into the other door then. Yep. Okay. Twenty nine. Okay. You listen in and you hear you hear like a crackling sound. There's crackling. Crackling? Shh. I don't know. So bone maybe? Maybe, maybe? Could be bad. Travi, we'll take this one. I can do a earth sense, see if there's anything over there. Yeah. I'm gonna spend oh, one of my earth you. senses. Do I hear anything of of note? With earth sense? Mm-hmm. It's a, six, <laughs> it's a 60 foot range Yes you do You do in fact You do indeed Okay <laughs> so, <laughs> You feel Two enormous snakes Nearby As well as another Serpentes Petra opens his eyes and sighs rather heavily So it looks like we're not done With the Serpentes mummies oh, you Or snakes how, how optimistic are you, Petra? I am the eternal optimist. Someone has to be in our party, no? Petra turns around and said, Okay, I have a plan. I'm going to open this door, hopefully get the drop on them, and cast a spell. What spell? Archon's Trumpet. Yeah, I've never heard of it. That Explain. sounds very weird. Go on. If it succeeds, creatures in 30 feet are paralyzed. Does that include us? No, it's a cone shape. Sorry, that sounds stupid. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. You could have just said no. It's just in front of me. Sorry, thank you. So, so Petros go. No, it will just be in front of me. And you said cone shaped when you could have obviously used trumpet shaped. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if they're like the ones upstairs, I feel like they're not going to be. Well, they may be affected, but the real question is, is it worth it? Can we just yeah. dispatch them like normal? Save what we can for if there's a bigger enemy here. Alright, I'll uh, try to reserve more. We are in like a temple of a giant snake statue. We've also been in a giant bee before. This is very fun. Uh, Neither have been fun, actually. (laughs) Oh. For one sign with Vera, I'm not sure fun is the word I'd use for this. It's like the lower level of 0%. It's been the most Mm -hmm. exciting Mm -hmm. in my life has been lately. The less money, so not as exciting, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. We've been making better money than I. I need more. Yeah, I feel you. (laughs) Once we get the brewery more set up, we can produce more, and you'll be able to make more too. So shall I try it? Doctor, uh, should just find somewhere else. So they come running and they not gonna get past us. I mean, to get past us. <laughs> yeah, like, we're really bad at our jobs if that happens. Yeah. Well, do what you think is right, Petravian. All right. So Petravian is gonna uh, lean against the door and give a look, and look back and give a count of uh, three, two, one, and then open the door. Uh-huh. And then I just see a hallway. <laughs> uh, fucking course. <sighs> okay, so he feels silly. And okay, gonna... so Petravian, you, you peek your head into this hallway, mm-hmm. and if you look to the left, you can see a magical barrier to your left. 
Okay. It's splitting the hallway there about 15 feet down it. And this barrier is sort of a red wall of energy, basically. So, right. Is, is it splitting it here or splitting it here? No, it's, it's where literally where you have, we, you stop seeing at that point. It's, it's as far as you can see. Your vision literally stops at the wall. Oh. You cannot see through it. So this is it's above red, my grade. A red wall of energy. Can I see this with my uh, detect magic at all? Yes, if you look in there and use your detect magic on it, yeah. What kind of magic? Uh, strong conjuration, abjuration, and necromancy. Should okay. we just dispel it? Not that I've actually seen the barrier, so I'm going to shut gonna up. Say... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to take a step in. And also, I look at the ground. Is there any traps I can see? You see no traps in the room. Hmm. Well, it looks like there's some kind of barrier, you guys. Necromatic? Abjuration? Well, we could try to dispel it if that's the case. Are you, Liz? I think a good plan. Mm-hmm. I'm All not right, sure we'll get anywhere with it, but here we can. I'll certainly take a crack at it if you're not able to. Or we can mm-hmm. work together. Whatever works for you. And they'll just put out their hands, and they'll put their arms in a position as if they're wrapping into each other, and then they flick their wrists out, and this kind of jolt of a skeletal arm goes through, and they cast a spell magic okay. on the barrier. Alright, cast your level check, please. Okie dokie. 29! Nice. Alright, it does nothing. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. It bounces back and uh, fizzles hard. Would you like to make a spellcraft <laughs> check, please? I would love to. Oh, yeah, that's a good bonus. 34. Okay. So, looking at this magical barrier in front of you, mm-hmm. uh, it does appear to be some sort of death field. <laughs> uh, if you were to try to pass through it, it would be a death effect. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. But it's also, it appears that it is keyed to something specific. Blood here. So you think that there might be a way through this if you had a, the correct pass key. These keys. These keys happening. <laughs> First it's the wizard's tower, now it's this... We have to find something to help us pass through this, and I do not recommend passing through it otherwise. Alright, so let's find a red key. Yes, purple key, red key, blue key, green key. What about all that blood in that pool over there? Why don't you go take a swim, Petravian? I'm sure you'll find out. <laughs> let's let's take the blood as the last option. <laughs> Velvera, would you like to take point at this hallway over here at the end of the room? Yeah, I'll go. And I'm going to hover my way through this hallway, uh, checking for traps. Alrighty. There's going to be a 27 perception. Nice. Okay. You detect no traps in that hallway. Once I get to, like, the end, like, where there's a turn, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, uh, this doesn't seem to be going in the direction of the entrance, actually. Oh. Hmm. Well, my foresight cannot always be completely accurate. Hey, Petravian, you might want to take lead here. Yes. Okay. And what do I see in this room? Okay. So, Petravian, as you step into the room... Also, I'm assuming Curla was closer to Levette or not. Uh, I was about to hang back to say something to Syad and then... But we can ignore that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was right behind Levette. Okay. 
So go ahead, go ahead with say what you're going to say to Doctor Sad. Right. If you hear screaming, run back to Archie and get out of here. Otherwise, we'll tell you when it's safe to continue. She's mumbling something, like, "Oh, of course, yes, fascinating, truly fascinating." As she pours over these things. At least she's having fun. Fucking academics. (laughs) They'll say under their breath. So what happens, Petra, is you step into this room. It is a 15 by 10 foot, or sorry, 15 by 20 foot room. And on the right side, there is a, a doorway leading on. There's an inscription on the floor that looks like a strange, like a table pattern almost. But guarding the room on the right side is another Serpente's mummy. <laughs> yep, that's the reaction. Alright. So, it wins initiative. And it is going to five foot step and full attack against a flat footed Petra. No. That's Hummel's job. <laughs> okay. So, Serpente's mummy lurches forward and strikes you with Kopesh's of its attacks, it is going to hit you with five of them. Oh, what? Yeah. Fuck. Alright, so a rain of Koplesh blows fall upon you, finding weak points in your armor, and just slicing you pretty badly. So, we are ourselves 12 damage, 15 damage. Uh, You can stop there. That looks good. 17 damage. (laughs) 14 damage mm. and oh. 19 damage. <laughs> Alright, Petra, you have 74 HP left. Mm. And that is the Serpente's turn. Curla, you have the next initiative. Curla, sensing the commotion up ahead and sort of hearing the clamor of Petravian getting sliced up, uh, is going to do as they did before with their hands, and this ball of energy is going to spread out, casting Blessing of Fervor on the rest of the party. Excellent. Depending on where the good doctor is standing, it might even hit the good doctor. Sadly, one square away. <sighs> they read super fast. They, they wouldn't even notice, probably. They're so busy. Alrighty. Alright, cool. and that is Curla's turn. Wonderful. Petravian. Wonderful. Damn. So... I think just a full attack would be the most prudent thing to do, but not you a smite, because I only have three of these left. Mm, I... Yeah, I don't. I I got the drop on me, so I'm gonna use one of them. I'm gonna use a smite evil against uh, the mummy serpentes. That's plus five and plus fourteen with a full attack. Oh dear. Oh boy. That is a twenty-nine, but it's a nat one, a twenty-seven, and a twenty-eight. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and roll another attack, please. Yep. To confirm that or not. Mm Mm-hmm. 42? Okay. Okay, so I just need to shoot a single attack for that as well. Oh, okay. Okay. For the... For the... For, the, uh, for Blessing of Fervor. Yep, yep, yep. For the Blessing of Fervor free attack, yes. Yep. Alright. So, luckily, the first shot there does not confirm the critical miss. So it's just a miss. Uh, then you have a 27, 28, and 31. Uh, all of those are going to hit. So you deal 26 damage, 31 damage, and 29 damage with a barrage of attacks from your hammer. And I'm going to take a five-foot step back. Because maybe it can't come out of that room. Alright. Love that. Alright. I could try summoning another monster. I'm going to burn 
summon monster seven and I'll figure something out. I was thinking if it's alright, the Irenians would probably be worthwhile because they're small enough. Okay. So you want to summon an Irenias? Correct. Alright. And so this should be D three plus one. But as a full round actions. Um, and I'm actually not gonna move forward if that's alright to do that. I don't think I even could have if it's a full round action. Okay. And I'll be turn. Alrighty. Riz. Alright. You can't see it. So do you guys want haste? I think it's only one enemy, right? It's uh thus yeah, only one has appeared in here, and I think that's gonna yeah, be let's it. Hold off for now. I was thinking about hasting as well, but probably got a lot of dungeon. I think I'm just gonna hold my turn after Vera first. Okay. Yep. So I'll put myself down on the uh, combat tracker after Vera. Okay. Please and thank you. Alright, Vera, you're up. Alright. Uh, that's unfortunate. So, Vera looks at Petrave, and he has all these, like, cuts uh, upon him, I assume. Yeah. And Vera's looking down at her hand, and you see this, oh, no. like, amber crystal starts shooting out of her palm. <laughs> it is <laughs> straight into your heart. <gasps> and we'll, uh, we'll cast Cure Critical Wounds. Nice number. Wonderful. Thank you. Oh, wait. I saw the 76. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not nice number. (laughs) They're good for critical wounds. Yeah, that's a very good roll for that, actually. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. In that case, Travian is healed for 38 hit points. Thank you. You have a move action left. You so choose to use it. I will stay here for now. And I'm also taking 2-2 for the fervor. Cool. All right. In that case, we're up to Riz. Yeah, I'll just hold an action of using my runic guide if I see it. Blast it. You got it. So I start blasting. So anyway, I start blasting. (laughs) Okay. So it can't cut the corner, technically. So it's actually, it's just going to fall back. I knew it. Okay. Now I know what to do. Can't get, it can't come out here. Nice. Oh, it's it's like full on leaving though. No, it's gonna hang out in this corner over here. He can't get past the seal. Oh, okay. There's a seal? It, it... <laughs> oh my fuck ask. you! <laughs> seal or... uh, on the floor, painted on the floor, yeah. it looks like a table. My guess is, I mean, mummy, mummies uh-huh. don't. Uh, <laughs> they stick to where they're being commanded, and I'm thinking, do not leave room. I don't know enough about mummies. Command. Is that the rule for any mummies? Yeah, is that how mummies work? That's how Do mummies not leave work. Room? That's how mummies work. They can't leave rooms. Which mummies? The <laughs> like name one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh... I think the way that mummies work is that if they punch you, you have a very bad time for a very long time, and I think that's about the consistency I'm aware of. <laughs> At least as far okay. as DD is concerned. Anyway, all right, it is Curla's turn. <sighs> Curla's going to hold their turn until after... I beg your pardon. Curla's going to delay their turn until after Riz. Retrieving. Or Riz. Oh, Riz. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So Curla delays and Petra is up. Petra's going to... Yeah. He's going to enter the room and go after mm-hmm. this thing. Just to pimp it. And 15. And he's not here. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, shit. So you, you round the corner... The Serpentes is no longer there. Uh Uh-oh. And you're left to wonder, what the hell happened? 
and that will have to sit in your mind until next oh, time. Is it already time? Yep. Yeah. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to William Succi and Andreas Pichler for the intro and outro themes. And as always, Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDND. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under the Czech Republic. Until next time. Thank you.